gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta project. Do the, do the oh, old we have to do a We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Actually live. Danny Palm with the thumbs up with these two. We like to get started slow, though, so the people, so, so the people good can, people of the world. Yeah. yeah. There are very good people tuned into this podcast, so that's good. I, I question their judgment. <laughs> the, the best people. And this podcast in particular has gotten a lot of hype, I will say. Gotten a lot of hype. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. We were trying to figure out, like, okay, have we had, have who all has been in the podcast studio? And then we were talking about, have, have we had females in the podcast studio? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, females run quickly away from us. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. somehow we fucked up. We, <laughs> we 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 snagged a couple a couple broads. That's right. <laughs> Let's and go. Bro. So these two are like raring to go. They have uh a, they're competing on Sprawl in the Bergen just one week's time. Mm-hmm. So excited to have you guys here yeah. in in the studio. Thanks for having us. Of course. Much, much appreciated. Of course. There's been so much hype with this podcast that I feel like we need to jump into something ridiculous. So you were talking about a cowboy shot, I believe. Yeah. So um, I was out in Texas in 2021 um, with a couple of the, the, it's kind of like this traveling contingent of Pittsburgh jujitsu people that do big IBJJF tournaments. Um, Christian Schaefer was out there. Mike Wilkins was out there. Isaac was out there. Dempsey was out there. Um, and uh, Isaac uh, won Black Belt Master 3, Nogi Worlds. No big deal. Casual. Yeah, Casual. That, I did does. that a couple times that <laughs> week. Yeah, you know, for like, like three. As one does. He, he like tore through his bracket, had very tough matches. And man, just watching. I, I remember that was my first IBJJF ever was Nogi Worlds, nice. which is a choice. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was like one of my favorite parts of that weekend was getting to watch everybody compete and getting to watch Isaac compete is something else. Mm-hmm. And I remember we all went out. Uh, we went out for barbecue uh, after that night because I think most of us were done by then. Like it was like a I think that was a Saturday of the weekend um, or like of the week of competing. And, uh, you know, like everyone's getting a little spicy at the barbecue and whatever. And then we moved to a second location, which is always where the good, the good shit happens. Mm. Um, and Isaac goes and he orders all of us that were out there around a whiskey shots. And he, he says, uh, to the bartender, give me the cheapest thing that you got, or like the lowest shelf thing that you got. And when a cowboy shot is, is you have to, you shoot it and then you have to deadpan it Ooh. for 30 set for like whatever, however long the countdown is. Nice. I and like then you that get to be done. I like that. So he he did he he does his one and then he looks at me Your and I turn. go and I go all right bet and I think it was like wild turkey or something it wasn't like the worst whiskey wasn't I've ever had. Wasn't that bad, yeah. No, but so so I shoot it and I just you know lean in real close. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. That was not thirty seconds. I'm no, just no, it wasn't. Thirty it wasn't. seconds. No, but it's like. But it's like, you know, however long it takes for the like taste to get out of your mouth. And then and then he does another one. And I have it. I think it's I think it might still be a highlight on one of my Instagram stories or mm-hmm. something. But he does another one. Um, and uh, and, you know, he he like very stoically. He, he just kind of looks at it. And it's like, all right, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And he shoots it and he just and he just. And then he counts down, and then we all start cheering. And it's, nice. It was that was a fun night. <laughs> we got to run that back. Did anybody fail the cowboy shot test? I don't 
think so. That's not fun if everybody can just no, do it, no right? One, yeah, it's just too easy. I yeah. Got to up the yeah, stakes somehow yeah, I next know. time. I'm like, I'm trying to remember. It was also, that was, my, my memory of that night is a little bit hazy after that. Not because I was drinking. <laughs> well, so not because I was Shocking, drinking a lot. honestly. Well, it was like, it was late. It was like the fourth or fifth day that we were out there. And also I, unbeknownst to me at the time, had a pretty catastrophic elbow injury. So I was in a lot of pain. Mm, um, nice. Which is, you know, where the whiskey came in handy. That's always a good time. I think you mentioned something pretty fun, though, with like the traveling Pittsburgh jujitsu contingent, because we see that happen all the time. You guys were just in, were, were you guys in Cincinnati for Kentucky. Kumite? Where yeah, was that? Yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Close enough. What, what was that? Covington? Yeah. yeah, it's like the part of Kentucky that's just Cincinnati. That's basically Cincinnati, Extended. just right over the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's where the Cincinnati airport is. Yeah. Right. So you guys went out there, competed for Kumite. Like, what was that experience like for you? Was that the first time you had ever? It was you, Selena, and Carly Joe, mm -hmm. and Justin, and Our Patton. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Justin Patton was yeah. an emotional and the more yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, I mean, like typically, when I think of Justin Patton, I think of emotional support. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was the worst. <laughs> wait, the trip was the worst. No, or no, he was, no, he was the worst. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How specifically? Use details. How was Justin the I'm worst? Just, I'm just fucking around. Oh, I mean, he was. Oh. He was our. He was our warm up dummy. <laughs> yeah, he was. Nice. And he, no, he came in handy. Yeah. We just we just talked shit on him the whole time. I feel like he the entire time. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just got a dose of three women the whole yeah yeah like the whole trip was the three of us like laughing and yeah. then him rolling his eyes in the yeah. background that sounds that very good. correct yeah, so we i had, get that go ahead we had two different takes from what what she just went through i heard when she said like i'm a promoter right i heard it's a real gift to get to see isaac compete and that's <laughs> the part that stung out stuck out to me because mm -hmm. Guys, in one week, we, we not only get to yep. see Isaac compete, yep. but we get to see Isaac yeah. compete against Gray freaking Maynard. How yeah. oh, sick is that? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's sick. It's yeah, very it sick. It is. It's it's, it's historic. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's incredible. Well, Jess, for for people, I always like sharing behind the scenes stuff on the podcast. So if you're listening, you get to hear like the real goods. So and if you're the first person to call in, you he'll get give a you shirt. A free shirt. You get a free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we have when people compete for us, there's a fighter information form where you fill out like your email address, your height, your weight, your rank, all that stuff. Your nickname. Yeah, there is one section that says wrestling experience. If so, how long? You know, we're in Pennsylvania, we're in Pittsburgh. Wrestling rules the world here, so we like to know these things. Jess's response. Do you want to share your response? To I don't remember what it was, but I know it was something snarky. It was getting my ass beat by Isaac Greeley for the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, Isaac, sounds right. Isaac Greeley and Mike Wilkins. Nice. Be and Dempsey. And Dempsey. Come down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of them. All of them. Yeah. The, those, those Tuesday morning wrestling practices yeah. used to be a freaking nightmare. They were the shit. Yeah. I remember, I remember Jonas Rubiano. I've only rolled with him once. Mm -hmm. And he he is smaller than I am. Like he he looks he is he's so friendly. Jonas, if you're watching this, I'm so sorry, but you you looked to me at the time like a string bean. And he felt like he weighed seven thousand pounds. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that was the best. That was when I, I think um I really first met Isaac and Dempsey really was mm -hmm. they would come down to Stout. We'd have Tuesday wrestling and then that grew into the gym that y'all are in now mm -hmm. and then um 
yeah, it all went from there. We started. Yeah, Stouts Stouts moved locations a couple of times yeah. in the strip district. Right. So the the location now is so bomb. It is, it is so nice. Yeah. It's really sick. How long have you been there, Jess? Um, I started in October of 2018, so right before we moved into the new space. Um, when I when I joined, we were still over Costume Worlds on 17th so you Street. Were, you were up the elevator. Yeah, up that elevator where I was like, this is where people go to die. <laughs> it, you're not wrong. I remember being there for UFC open workouts as well, which yeah. was I really was cool. That. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, we were probably there together and had no idea. That's yeah. hilarious. Did you go to the interview like afterwards? Interview? I don't think. I don't yeah. think. Maybe. Maybe though. That was that was my job once upon a time. So I was probably he has there. Such a worse job now. Literally, this is way worse. <laughs> way worse. Oh God, you got to deal with these two broads in the Seriously. studio. Ryan, Ryan's words, not mine, for the record. <laughs> what broads or? <laughs> yes, broads. <laughs> when did you start training, Jess? Because I know. I know more about Selena just because she's been around for a long time. I know less about you. So. Yeah, so my story is um, I moved to Pittsburgh in August of 2018 um, because I was starting grad school, which is a sentence that sounds very strange in my ears now for <laughs> reasons, but uh, we can get into that later. Uh, um, so I moved here to start grad school, and I, you know, I've always been super athletic. I swam club for many years i played field hockey in college for a little bit um i played lacrosse in high school for like five seconds because they were like ah you you're a goalie in field hockey it's the same thing just up here and i'm like that's not okay um uh and it turns out that uh so i i was in grad school for bioengineering and the the senior grad student that sat behind me was a blue belt at stout and he was like oh well if you want like to try cool stuff just like come follow me to the gym one day and then i've never left nice who was the cool blue belt uh his name is carl Beringer. um he he graduated and moved back to the east coast a couple of years ago nice. um but i think he still trains shout out carl getting yeah. her started so mm -hmm. so stout was your first experience with jujitsu at all um i i had dropped into a gym for like free trial classes or something once at shaolin's in new york several years before that but uh when you live in New York City and are on an NIH-funded stipend lab, you don't make enough money to do fun things like you sure. do. So. That's very fair. I think something super interesting, you guys have obviously, Selena calls the Matt Factory home now, but you're at the Matt Factory every Sunday for wrestling practice. Mm -hmm. And I love that you guys have kind of taken up this female grappler's oh, yeah. kind of yeah picture after the oh, yeah. after the workout just to show how yep. and it seems like every time you guys take a picture there's somebody new in it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. so you can just see this community growing which is really uh -huh. really awesome you guys yeah. should just take more pictures yeah obviously yeah. every yeah. time every time <laughs> there's one more yeah, yeah. take more a solid group a solid group of competitors too um because every now and then there's people in there that don't compete that are in the practices but it's still good but mm -hmm. i feel like we have best girls around that come in and roll so yeah yeah it's nice so what all gyms are represented in that group that you currently have i mean obviously matt factory and stout are there any other gyms that are we get some wrestlers from uh where is um is it i want to say Elia. where's her i can't think of her name right now i feel bad mm. she's like an actual wrestler but we Alicia Zappa Zappa Zappa. Yeah, we've had her in. She popped in, but she's the she's a monster. She's so good. She oh yeah, she's sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice um, in there. Are you yeah. guys allowed to call 
like I can't call a female a monster. No, I will like in, other girls can call. Okay, I mean no, you no, can call no, yourself no, that. Yeah. Well, no, well, and I say that I call you she, broads. That's she, <laughs> Alicia was really cool. Oh my god, very old fashioned. Um, well, Alicia was really. I feel like Al Bundy when yeah, I yeah, say yeah. that. Yeah, these broads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unreal. Um, Alicia was really cool to train with because she, I, I didn't know who she was when she when she walked in. Um, and you know, I, I got to talking to her after we, uh, um. We we had done the warm ups and we had done hand fighting and and I I she had mentioned offhand something mm. about like having MMA experience and or like and I was like oh like you fought and she's like yeah I had a couple fights yeah a couple she, yeah for people that don't I don't know what camera to look at for for people that don't know um she is the there um, you go she's the former Invicta Adam Weight World Champion <laughs> like she's real really deal. good at what she does yeah she's a real deal um. Yeah, just got her brown belt recently too. I think mm -hmm. um, she but, was on uh, fight to win with us too. Mm -hmm. Well, I, yeah, I wasn't on that card because that was the week before pans. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, no. So we've had her in. Um, uh, we've seen. I've seen some true believer people come through. Um, I've I seen... think we just claim everybody as Matt Factory girls at this point. It seems yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. I, as Cheyenne put it to me once. Um, you know, like I. When I, especially like, you know, when you have to list a school affiliation for IBJJF, like I train at Stout, I'm a full-time member at Stout, but, uh, as Cheyenne put it, if I saw you out in the rain, like you were a lost puppy, I would say, yeah, that's one of ours. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I thought on that, along those lines, I thought Maya Yankello was a mat factory girl this whole time. Yeah. And then she signed up, she's on the Sprawl on the Bird card as well. And she listed True Believer as her gym. I was like, wait, really? She's not Matt Factory? Because yeah. I see her in those pictures all the time yeah, and right. training at the Matt Factory all the time. Is yeah. Megan ever around anymore? She moved out to California. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know she yeah. moved. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't talked to her. Like, it had probably been a year or two since I last talked to her. She was here, so I, I don't know. Did she move more than two years ago? Um, It's been a little bit. It's been minute. like a year, I think. It's been yeah. A yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think before she moved, she wasn't training this much. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's like my, my OG girl. When I first joined Stout, that's who held pads for me for the first time. Her and Madeline from Stout. So... I go, I go hard for those girls. Yeah. They're the best. Well, yeah. and so, so we were talking about this in the car. Selena doesn't remember the first time we met, but I, I do. I do. <laughs> uh, I do. Are we going to share? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Is it good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's you beating the shit out of me. Yeah. It was, nice. we, used to have, we used to have um this small group of women that, that trained early, early in the mornings mm. back in the day. Mm. Um, and it was like everyone was a blue belt or like a mid-level blue belt or like a competitive blue belt. And then there was me, the like mm. two-stripe white belt. Um, and then you showed up one day and I had seen you, like I, I, people talked about you mm -hmm. to me, like I was supposed to know who you were. Yeah. Um, and you showed up for a gi practice one morning and we, oh. well, it oh. was, it was gi practice and it was, we were doing simulated matches. And the first time that I had ever spoken to you, they were like, all right, like you two are the white belts. So like, go, go ahead. Um, and I spent four minutes of the five minute match sim stuck in your front headlock yeah you hear that juliana that was awesome dude That's she's throwing up talk smack you did boy. Boy. you totally I got, did I got, I got all this pent-up energy it's got <laughs> <really>. <laughs> 
I don't know, dude. Juliana was throwing up gang signs yeah, in her poster picture, and that that even baffled Josh Vasoki. Oh, and that's <laughs> that's yeah. when, when you know when you when that's you when, when you my brother know. doesn't understand what what you're doing with your hands. <laughs> if Josh Vasoki can't decipher decode the gang sign, that's that's yeah. a yeah. real undercover one. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm so afraid that you're too far away from your mic and we're not. No one can hear you. I'm just saying. <laughs> How about now? You, remember when you said, I'll, it is just, better. I'll just do this every time. You're not doing that. I'll start now. You know what I'm saying? You got to eat it. I can't. You got to like. I yeah, you really, like, you really like want to be up bar. on it. Yeah. Right. No, that's like when I like when I was like playing out with my band, like I had to stop to wearing lipstick because it just got everywhere. Is, is it hot enough in our studio no, for you guys? Yeah. 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 We help dying. fighters cut weight. That's We're, part of our process. Part of our process. Clean, nice, cold oh, Icelandic shit. glacier water. There we go. Did you have any of that in Iceland? Do I, they sell that there? They So they do, but they also, every single local is like, just drink the tap water. It's the same thing. It's literally that it's water. literally this yeah. water. And also, also, I went snorkeling in glacier water, and they said, you are going to get water in your snorkel. Just drink it. And that's kind of awesome yeah it was incredible so there's a um i don't know if it's a fault line if the plates are moving away from each other but like the the north american and the eurasian tectonic plates meet in this national park in iceland and they're drifting away from each other and water flows down from the like from the glaciers in the north through the lava fields so it's the like cleanest water that you have ever ever experienced and the the fissure is just wide enough for people to snorkel in Mm. man it is that is like the clearest deepest blue that i've ever seen in my entire life that's crazy and the coldest water i've ever swam i was just gonna say what's the temperature of that water 35 degrees fahrenheit uh, year round. oh my god how long were you in it um about a half an hour uh they put you in dry suits okay so okay i was like, like and you don't die so it's like i've yeah. 13 degrees when you're right, yeah. well and it's like it's like you know they they're like wear a million layers of socks because the boots are like not insulated mm -hmm. and uh but um, but yeah, no, it is like it's. I think it, it's the Silfra Fisher, um, and it's one of like the top ten diving sites in the world, and I can see why. That's incredible. Yeah. So you were just in Iceland for mm -hmm. just tell tell the good people at home why you were over there with some of your stout homies as well. Yeah, yeah. I um. So there's this organization called BJJ Globetrotters, and they run training camps all over the world. Um, there's they run in the States. They do one in Arizona, I think, um, and one in Maine on the site of like a Boy Scout camp. Um, and they run that one in the summer. Um, and they have one in Iceland. I think this year was the fifth or sixth year that they've done it. They train at Molinier, which is by square footage, the largest MMA facility in the world, which I did oh, not know. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's it, that facility is incredible. It's like three huge mat rooms. There's a sauna. There's a hot tub. There's a cold tub. Like how many stout in the strips would it be? Like how much bigger than stout in the strip is it? It's like so mat space wise. If you have so the big room in the front is probably one and a half times the the jujitsu mat space, mm -hmm. and then in the back room it is another like one and a half of the jujutsu mat spaces plus an mma cage wow um, that's floored with uh one of the floors that gunner nelson fought on because that's where Very he trains cool. yeah um and then the third one is probably like one and a half the muay thai side room and then also they have a two-story weight room or like weight setup 
thing. Um, the whole, apparently, I didn't know this, the whole facility used to be like a big entertainment complex or like a bowling alley or something. And mm. they, when the that cleared out, they were like, well, let's just like, I don't know, fight people in here or something. <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, it's a lot of black belts that travel in from all over the world to train and a couple of local black belts like Gunner taught a class. Um, very friendly. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, that Talk reminds me. your wrestling. Yeah, Isaac wanted me to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so one of the Globetrotters traditions for the Iceland camp specifically is uh, they call it Vikings versus tourists. Nice. So, um, they're the Icelandic folk wrestling style is called glima. It's very different than freestyle or American folk style wrestling. Um, it's both. Com- it, it almost it it. Someone said to me that it reminded them of sumo, but it's not really like that either. It's both competitors are wearing leather belts and mm-hmm. you you grip one side on the top and one side on the bottom. And instead of staying bent over in a grappling stance, you have to stand upright the entire time. Um, and you have to stay circling the whole time. And when they say go, it's you're essentially trying to get their hips onto the mat or like mm-hmm. get them to fall over with the idea that like, in traditional Viking combat, if you hit the floor, you're probably going to die. die. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was really, really interesting. Um, and it's, it's considered common courtesy not to look down at your opponent's feet. Mm. You're supposed to keep looking over their shoulder the whole time because the idea is like, you want to feel their, their off balancing wow. and like, you don't want to be trying to plan based on what their feet are doing. Um, I got to, I got to go with, um, I think I, I'm not sure how rankings work in Iceland, but she's like one of the top Lima athletes in the country right now. It's really cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I saw the video. Yeah. yeah. I saw the video. Like, of that. <laughs> you held your own for a while though. Yeah. Yeah. That was about, that was the second half of it. Like she, she tried to toss me once and if you catch yourself and, and your like hip doesn't hit, then you're still considered up. Nice. Um, so I caught myself one time and then she just sent it. Did you um, did you offer to straight up wrestle her after that? Did you say I'll do your style if you do my style next? <laughs> no, I think it's it's Vikings versus Taurus for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings like having yeah. the upper hand a little bit. Yeah, it was the final score was forty two to nine. So <laughs> okay, well done, Taurus. You got nine. Yeah, yeah, that's a win. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Anybody we know get a win over a Viking? Uh, not that I remember. Dang, I know it's disappointing. Yeah. That's okay. That's well, and and like I think my favorite one is I'll I'll pull up the picture. I'll post it on Instagram later. But um, there's one like very well known Glima athlete in Iceland who is just like very large. He's like mm-hmm. probably like big Dan Manisu sized. Um, and he wrestled or he like did the thing with a guy in a hot dog costume. So, that's awesome. You know, that, I gotta see that for sure. <laughs> if that's the, uh, you know, that's the vibe that we're going for yeah. here in the globe chart. It was yeah. Joey Chestnut. It was definitely literally Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to go back. I want to go back to Iceland at some point if I can. Um, it never gets dark there. So for all the people that are like, "Oh, did you see the Northern Lights?" Literally, it never gets dark there in the summer. Like that's the wild. sunset. I was there for the solstice. The sun set at twelve thirty a.m. and rose at three in the morning. So wow. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they run camps, you know, Iceland, I think they're in the Faroe islands right now. Um, there's an Estonia camp coming up, uh, like truly they are everywhere. That's wild. You did mention Gunnar Nelson as well, which I want to bring up because if you were watching the UFC at a certain time, I know his career didn't quite pan out the way a lot of people thought, but there was a time where he was considered the next like big thing, a crazy jujitsu black belt that also had really good stand up. 
And they were like, how do you possibly beat this guy? He's amazing wherever you take him. What was it like working with him? It was really cool. He um he showed so first Selena, of all unreal. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you interrupt my story with the water bottle? He was talking. He was just like oh, water bottle girl. <laughs> and the Iceland water, no no less. Just Somebody, add insult to injury. It's like sticking it. Not picking on me today. Okay? Stick it. <laughs> um no one so, can hear you anyway. You're too far away from the mic. You gotta eat it. Can I just like get right up in there? Get ready for there. Um, no. Uh, so he, so uh, little known, or I guess made little medium known. Fe- I don't know how many people know. He got his black belt in four years yeah. from Henzo Gracie, right? Directly, which yeah, is he like, was like European BJ Penn. A lot of people were saying like this, just yeah. weird prodigy out of nowhere mm-hmm. that was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's um he he taught a class on the the names of all the classes on the schedule are usually kind of dumb. Like I think his was like how oh, to trade UFC, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but uh, he showed some really really cool uh, pressure passing into kind of like a like a it's uh it looks similar to a position that sean williams calls low low side control but it's kind of like you're it's almost like a leg ride um and you're sitting over top and you can just pass straight to mount um and you know he has this incredible eye for detail and and you know problem solving for when things where things commonly go wrong or when people are like i'm not sure if i'm dropping my weight right um, and I did, uh, my training partner in that class had a question for him and I got to feel him do the pass on me and oh boy, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> there was no stop in that one. No. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it makes it so difficult when like someone just clams up and like won't talk and like, you need to like feel you more will, comfortable and like get out of your shell. You will never get me to shut up. <laughs> yeah, just, just Many have, Many have tried. Uh-huh. Many have failed. Uh-huh. All have failed. Every <laughs> single one. That's perfect for a podcast. That I mean, is. I will say we were promised like great talking, and you are absolutely delivering on the promise. We we although only one of you two has talked smack on their opponent. Just saying. That's true. That's all I needed to do in here. So what's up? Listen. Wait. What's like, up with that match against Juliana Selena? What? Where's? What's, what? what's the confidence? You got like all this confidence calling her out. Have you watched did her compete that? at all? Did I do that? Yeah, you we'll totally did. Uh, no, I think um, I think what it is is when you train at the Mat Factory and then you also have other people training at the Mat Factory, you kind of just have this confidence in general because you know that nobody works as hard as us. So mm-hmm. it's that's what it is. You know, we're used to this different pace. We're used to this different pressure. And that's the way we train every time and um i don't think a lot of people do that so yeah do you guys do any sparring do you guys like i don't anymore yeah i so i boxed for uh like two years i think before i moved out of new york um i haven't sparred since then though so it's been quite some time that's actually something that i'm excited about with it being in the cage is because I was in that room for so long, you know, I like, mm-hmm. I hope to use that aspect of it. Um, but I also know it's different for just jujitsu, you know, but um, I'm, I like that. I like that element to it. That well, I mean, me. that, that, you know, we love having you guys in the cage and, you know, right now it would just be for grappling, but like, I'm always wondering, like, are these two going to fight? fight? Yeah. I unfortunately, not each other, just well, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm 
<laughs> Instant. Yikes. She accepts the challenge. Like I like I will if it Me comes to it. Like but I'm like scrap. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. She like we like the scrap. It's like she jumps on she jumps on my back. I jump on her feet. So yeah. yeah um, but uh yeah, I so I, I have spoken to to Will Morrill about this. My concussion history is probably a little bit too mm-hmm. long at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably a little bit too old. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just from boxing, or did you have others? No, I. So I was a 16 year old dumbass, and uh, <clears throat> I was. It's an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> Most 16 uh, year olds are dumbasses. Right? Uh, I have one. <laughs> fair play. True. Um, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Austin. No, well, so it was like I'm it not. was one of those like weird freak. What? How did this even happen? Um, I was. It was at swim practice, mm. and we were getting out. Um. We were in between main sets and I I put my hand on the backstroke bar of the starting block to like pull myself out of the pool. And one of my teammates pushed me like out of the way to get up. So I pulled up again and I hit my head on the corner of the starting block Mm. um, and it took me out for like two months. That's brutal. Yeah, it was it was one of those like I didn't realize how bad it was until two days later. I was Mm -hmm. sitting in like I think chemistry class and I realized that I did not understand the English words that people Mm -hmm. were speaking at me. Wow. Um, yeah, it was not good. And then, so that was the first one. And then, um, uh, second one was snowboarding. Third one was boxing. Fourth one was jujitsu. So that's a lot. Yeah. That's definitely a lot. Yeah. The fourth one was, uh, 10 days after I got my blue belt. Just so you know, you're not going to remember any of this. (laughs) I always thought it was funny. I don't know if you guys were watching the UFC at the time, but like TJ Grant was a big, like lightweight up and comer at the time. And he retired due to concussion sustained through jujitsu. And I thought it was really interesting at the time because the conception was like jujitsu is the safe way protect your brain, but you can totally get a concussion in jujitsu. You can, yeah. yeah. Especially, especially for like, uh, like super wrestling heavy jujitsu styles yeah. like we do mm-hmm. out here. Like it's like I I go up. I'm from New York City, so I go up there to train a lot. Um, and like I find that the wrestling base is much more evident in my game than it is for a lot of other schools that right. I train at. Um, but, but yeah, no, the, I mean the, the one that I got at jujitsu was kind of like, <clears throat> it was like, it was like a freak accident both times. And I think if I had been hit one way or the other, it would have been fine. But in the space of a fifth, like one 15 minute span, I got kneed in the face with someone trying to pass my half guard. And then immediately went to invert under somebody else the next round and smashed my head into their temp into uh their knee mm. so nope did you know right away like yeah. yep i'm concussed yeah i like i finished the round or i finished open mat i think and i i like stood up to go get water or something and i was like oh i know this feeling Yikes. this is bad and i remember sage uh sage walking onto the mat to teach the class that was after open mat and kind of kind of ribbing me like oh what you're not staying i literally held up a finger and was like i have a concussion and i need to get home before i panic yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i have to take a bus to another bus like no <laughs> it's it's a really terrifying injury honestly because there's no solution there's no mm-hmm. cure there's nothing you can do to, I fix had to go that. to a conference like a like a scientific conference with a concussion <laughs> and network that's brutal with a perfect brain try to yeah it was uh so i i was doing neuroscience research and i uh at the time and i like it was it's the big neuroscience conference is like 30,000 people this was pre-pandemic days but even now it's still sure like now that we're back in person again it's still huge but it's like 30,000 scientists in one giant convention hall and it's overwhelming normally and I remember it was right when I was in the middle of joining another lab and I had to like introduce myself to people and like 
try to figure out their science and i was like uh i i went back to them like a year or two afterwards and i was like i don't know what i said to you that weekend i had a concussion if i came <laughs> off like a dumbass that is i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's great you did say something interesting too about when you go back to new york people are impressed with your wrestling and we just heard that from jermaine moy remember jermaine was telling Except us not new york not new york florida, florida. he yeah. said when he goes down there people are like oh you do you, you wrestle? wrestle yeah where'd yeah. you wrestle people ask he's me like where i literally I don't have like a wrestling football. background like the the, yeah. the school of mike wilkins <laughs> yes which <laughs> <laughs> danny palm with like the playoff music there i'm in the music now damn <laughs> yeah i was like whoa this, this is, is the a, wilkins walkout this is song. a great spot to tell our sponsors that we love them and and we do sunny days in home care not like so none of this is possible without them they are constantly supporting us and so like we just wanted to give a quick shout out to sunny days in home care yeah. They they make all of this stuff possible. Also, pay attention. There are people that and and gyms and other people and other sponsors that made this grappling event happen. So, mm -hmm. you're going to um you're going to see who all that is. Come to the grappling event, get the get it's called Sprawl on the Berg. You can get tickets at 247fighting.com. It is. It's gonna be. It's, it's so gonna good. be off <laughs> the hook. It's gonna be crazy. Awful. Awful name. The event's amazing. It's so good. The I name. Know. Awful. It's so great. I'm get in. So I'll great. get my I want to know. I, I want to hear people's hater. comments. You can't come up with anything better. I probably can't. Me, no. <laughs> no anyone. <laughs> like you're great. literally the every single other person's like, no, I yeah. love it. <laughs> It's perfect. You're a yeah. hater. Fair. All right. Okay, all right. Anyway, you guys are all gang up on me. There that's, are a that's bunch fine. of people that have helped make that happen. So get your tickets. We're going to have, uh, you know, lots of opportunities for them once you yeah. join us to uh, see what it's all about. For sure. See what and they're all about. On along those lines as well, Russ Green, Go Green Windows and Construction. He is the premier sponsor of Sprawl on the Berg. He signed up immediately. This dude's like, one of the most supportive people in Pittsburgh, like Isaac Greeley and Russ are from the same mold of just wanting to help people that want to do good things. So Russ is the man. He's helped Dempsey and Cheyenne and Cody Gamble recently, I know for sure. And he's helped them financially. He's also helped my company yeah. with his window business. They're the, like the best installers in the business. So if you are looking for new windows, call Go Green. They're they're amazing. Amazing Back. people. Amazing did Skills. you ever meet Russ Selena I at the Matt Factory? No, you gotta do I that. Or I might have been. Maybe after I'm this podcast, you will, and he'll he'll support you. The problem with being, <laughs> the problem with being a woman in jujitsu is that You're men. A woman? Sorry, oh, come on, come on. Whoa! Like, it's wild. Um, <laughs> you got it too. That was funny. Listen, Come I on. I got a lot of fiery shit in me right now. It's about to go. I Oh. Where's my fucking horn, dude? <laughs> <laughs> On that horn. That was awesome. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> hang on. You were about to actually make a point that Sorry, was probably awesome. No, that was, that was 
worth it. That was perfect. That was worth it. This is why we tag team. Yeah. This is why we tag team. No, the problem, the problem with the, I told you you wouldn't need it. I told you. I told you you'd be fine. Um, Beautiful. The problem with being a woman in jujitsu in, in, uh, is in like, especially in big gyms, but even, even with smaller gyms like the Mad Factory is that men automatically know our names because there are so few of us. And all i'm sorry all white belt men look the same to me like you are all named steve and wait. like, <laughs> like uh, yeah wait so <laughs> all white belt men look the same like like no matter what i'm so bad Trash. at names well it's because i'm oh, bad at okay. names and like there there's just so yeah. many people and it's yeah. and well and that's the thing that people make fun of, of me for these days is because i'm as I'm sure you have seen, very loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. on social media. Haven't seen that. And it's no. almost like it's a personality. See, we, lo- we love that. We think yeah, you're. No, it's no, I, I think I'm hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but so people people have started coming up to me, being like, "You're Jess from Instagram," and I'm like, "Nice." <laughs> I guess. Um, but so like people will come up to me and be like, yeah, you're Jess. And I'm like, I, we have maybe probably met. I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name. That's awesome. So if I've ever like to, to you're all ranksist. of my. Yeah. That's ranksism. Ranksism. All white belts look you're the ranksist. same. That's ranksism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Blue belt is just a white belt with a couple extra stripes. Like, yeah. but, uh, yeah. but no. And it's like, I, I feel, I feel terrible because there have been times where it's like, I'll go like several months where I'm like, I'll start training with people. And they're like, they're like really nice guys. And like, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said, especially for larger men who know how to train safely with smaller women in a way that is technical and useful for both people. For sure. mm-hmm. Like if you, if you outweigh me, if you're a man and you outweigh me by 40 pounds, don't sit on me for the entire round. Neither of us are getting anything out sure. of this. So if you can give me a technical round, that's great. And like, I, I will put you on my list of safe training partners. Sometimes it's just, it goes like too many months and it is now too late for me to figure out what your name is. <laughs> and Sorry. It just Sorry it's about like it. a public apology. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. So this is a public I've, apology. I've, <laughs> No named a lot of people, and I just want to say I'm sorry. Selena, you're like four foot seven, 115 pounds. I assume this is even a bigger problem for you. Yeah. How, how have you found this throughout your grappling journey? Um, so I try not to like make it a thing or make it more of a thing because you have Isaac Greeley, who's also a small man and just fucking dominates everybody. So I think I gotta. Just kind of keep it to myself a little bit, but it's tough. I mean, I I think I am probably a little bit more picky about who I'm training with just because I'm in my head about it, you know, and um, no one's really like manhandled me in a way that made me feel unsafe. I think for the most part, when you're a large man, as soon as you put your hands on me, you know, you can't, you know, can't throw me around like I'm 300 pounds. So, um... I think people are, they take it easy for the most part. They're not trying to kill me out here, but it's tough. It, it's really tough. But yeah. I got a good group of girls, so that helps, you know. Definitely. Yeah. I, I was just going to ask. the flying squirrel for nothing. Yeah. The flying squirrel. I don't know why I got that. It's because Wait, is that your official nickname? It's, it's about to be. Like, are we announcing oh, that oh. as the bird? Is that no. going to, yeah. No. <laughs> Wait, is, Wait is, how is are we announcing one, is, is, is she, 
Danny, is she the one that didn't fill out a... a, a I didn't. Fight? Yeah, so we got to get you to fill that out. Unreal. And you got to put flags well, for it's, it's, it's because It's because we slap bump and then she's on my back. Yeah. And I'm like, how did we end up here? How did this happen? Don't tell all my secrets, Jess. Don't tell them you got, you got more Juliana's than one secret. Listening. Yeah. It's literally yeah. on, I think, one of your Instagrams is like her on top of you. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smothering the smother. The day that she she tried yeah. to muffle me. That is legal, right? Smothering, I think, is legal. That's go. totally I, legal. I, I didn't. I didn't. I have these guys have the grappling. Right. Yeah, there's we no the reason that's illegal. We, got the green light. we do not allow you know spiking on the head, the normal yeah, stuff, yeah. small joint manipulation. That's a no go. But smothering, sure. If Everything. you can smother somebody, do it. Everything else is legal, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Nice. I Absolutely. did get sent into a wall when I did that. Though. Yeah. That yeah. Was payback. <laughs> yeah. You did. <laughs> my payback. Nice. Payback. On. Go ahead. No, go you ahead. go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say on that front, it's funny that you, you guys have like gone hard in the gym with each other, but. In the one picture, I was surprised your opponent at Sprawl in the Berg was in the picture as well. Kylie Sapola was at the Matt Factory oh, yeah, training. Yeah, she was. Is that common? Have you seen her there before? I have never seen her up there before. She's but been up there. Yeah, I've she heard was, from other people that. Mm -hmm. She was checking up on you. Is that awkward or is that cool? Nah. Like, what's the yeah, dynamic it when it's chill. there? Yeah, they, that's they cool. A, they kept us separate yeah. for Shark Tanks. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So they, they were aware, like, hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That was the, do they know about the that time when when justin and cam were up there for Probably. sparring yeah. yeah 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 like justin and cam yeah so they can do it you know but. well that's what we notice is like the biggest difference like we've only prior to now we've only matched mma cards mm -hmm. and now like we're saying oh like we can't match these two people because they have like they've seen each no, other before well and so i will say i've never trained with kylie before so like for like at least for me and and probably for her i don't want to speak for anybody else necessarily but like i you know like i can study my tape all i can all i want but like you know it's still a fresh look for me yeah um because it's hard right. it's even hard sometimes like i've done tape study on past super fight opponents before but even even so especially if the tape's older than like six months you don't know what they're training yeah, you right you don't know right. what kind of changes to their game they've made you mm -hmm. don't know what they're going to try to game plan mm -hmm. for you um so still a fresh look how much do you guys follow grappling in general because i feel like the sport changes a lot leg locks were all the rage five years ago they were mm -hmm. brand new and everybody was doing them and learning them and now you know it's something else yeah. How much do you keep up with trends and I'm try to learn? Not all in it. Yeah, I catch it here and there, but I'm not like a. You're not about it. Mm. I so so. Isaac will teach me what matters. I mean, I well, <laughs> yeah. so I I'm a I I'm roommates with Sage. Yes. Who, who I, we had I had to we had to have this conversation actually after one of his classes. Anybody that wants to buy tickets from Sage, his name is Daniel Stepinski. There is no one named Sage listed on the drop down <laughs> menu. So, like, don't. Maybe we should, add we should maybe add Sage. Should. You yeah. probably should. Well, see, um, we don't know that. Yeah, yeah. we no, never knew yeah. that. Well, no, but that's. Tell like, me, Sage. I, well, that, Daniel. you know. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like, don't refer to me by my government name. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. but, yeah, but so he he's he's my roommate and he's been training 7,000 years. And uh, Sounds right. what feels like 7,000 years. Oh, so and that, he's... That's Ethan's opponent. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a and fun so, matchup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I'm really excited for that one. Um, but he's been super tuned into the grappling scene for a long time. So, mm -hmm. like, I just, by virtue of living with him, kind of like get more of it 
because mm-hmm. he talks about it a lot. Right. Um, and like, you know, like I follow so like a lot of the big like like who's number one and right. UFC fight pass stuff and, and whatever. Um, so I'm like kind of tuned into it. And I got super into ADCC last year of course. Um, because the just as a nerd. I'm a nerd. I've caught on to that. He was underplaying yeah. it for so long, yeah. and Selena's just like, <laughs> she's a nerd, bro. Basically, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I Well, and it's interesting that you bring up leg locks, because I don't remember who I was having this conversation with, but it feels very much like you can feel sometimes a little bit of a generational divide about when you yep. started training. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um like there is definitely a crop of upper belts that I've noticed um, and not just in Pittsburgh, just kind of like in general across the board that like kind of miss the boat on leg locks mm-hmm. or like they're learning them now or they're le- they learned them later on in their career versus like I'm a blue belt and like we're this is just written into our curriculum now because sure. it, it became part you of the meta to. so quickly yeah. that like. Um, and actually, actually, uh, I remember sitting in the car, uh, so Mike Wilkins did a seminar in New York a couple of months ago. Um, and I remember sitting in the car with him and Christian on the way back to Pittsburgh. Um, and Christian was complaining that like, you know, he and I did a lot of IBJJF last year where you cannot do any leg locks except for straight ankle locks until brown belt, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when we're in when we're in the competition practice room training with like brown belts, black belts, high level, whatever, um, people are ripping leg locks on us left and right. And it's like, you know, if we're getting ready for these big, like major competitions, like Nogi pans, Nogi worlds and whatever, this is not in our rule set. So this is not a reaction that you should be forcing out of us. Mm -hmm. And Mike had an interesting response, which was essentially like, you, you're not going to tell me that, the top blue belts in the world right now are not also having their black belt coaches rip leg locks on them every day. So it's just kind of something that like, yeah, if you're training a specific rule set, maybe make that clear for what you want out of your training session, but be aware that this is not something you can just flat out ignore until you're a brown belt. Sure. Go ahead. So would you say like, like having like leg locks and all that a part of your curriculum, like anyone in BJJ should be doing that. Just like, like any adult should have like their driver's license. And like, I think it's a thing. I think it's a thing that, Oh, (laughs) that was awesome. What? That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) Nice. Okay, so nice. we learned that <laughs> we learned that Jess doesn't have a driver's license. I do not. And the funny thing is, I didn't know where you were from, and, and and we were talking about it before you got here. And I'm like, this is in New York City. You should have your driver's license. We were like we're joking around about it, but then it turns out, here. where am I yeah. going to put a car? The roof of the apartment building I grew up in. Sure. Hey. That's, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. Hey. Kay. Whatever it takes. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Just ambushed her with Just that. Fun. That was nowhere. fun. That was fun. That was that, very that, fun. You got me there. You got me there. Play. Very fun. Yeah. That was. That was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I, I had a point about actual leg locks, but now it doesn't matter at all. Hey. But I, no, I was going to say, being a Henzo Gracie affiliate, I would imagine. I don't know for sure. But I would imagine that you guys took it a little more seriously because I feel like Danaher and those guys back in the day kind of started that craze. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a a lot of crazy stuff came out of the blue basement. No Um, doubt, including a lot of staff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh no yeah no i mean i look i've been back i've been back since then it's it's the hygiene standards are greatly greatly improved <laughs> nice they figured that out yes they did um but uh yeah no and i mean i i one thing at, at least going back to like keeping up with current trends and stuff one thing that i do appreciate about um the way that warren teaches is he stays very up to date on you know what's going on in the current grappling scene um and i remember after adcc last year there was a couple of weeks where he was teaching advanced blocks of classes based on specific um, sequences that he saw that worked Very at cool. the highest levels in ADCC. Um, and and one of those sequences was a leg lock sequence that um, I think it was a Gordon something from the Gordon Ryan Nikki Rod match um, mm. that we were working on. But like you know, kind of staying in tune with, um, especially like Danaher and the new wave guys. You know, what are they? Yep. What are they up to these days? How have things changed? Because um, he used to go back to train in New York all the time. Like every time I go back to New York, anytime I have anything that says Pittsburgh on it, people are like, ah, Warren. And I'm like, yes, that that's guy. really cool. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that is there's no denying the success out of that place. Mm -hmm. They're they're the best in the world. And now, like you said, they're new wave. Now they're down in Austin. But yeah. And there's when some, it started, yeah. Well, and there's some really, really incredible talent coming out of there right now, too. Like their their MMA team is on fire who we got? Weren't you just? Who were you just petitioning us to have fight Black, for? I didn't recognize so, that guy. So unfortunately, so, yeah, Sorry, Rob, dude. Uh, Rob, don't Con punch me. <laughs> he might. Uh, no, Rob Fair. Constance. Um, as far as I know, is is not, and like he can he can yell at me after this if I'm wrong. But as far as I know, is like nominally in charge of the MMA guys right now. Um, and there's a couple of people that I've seen out there, like um, Eli Evangelista has been on fire recently. Um, I think he's still an amateur, but I'm not quite sure. Um. Phaedra Knight um is we know that name for sure. Yeah, yeah, she she's like a former rugby player turned MMA fighter and yep. she's she's incredible. I've gotten to train with her a couple of times. Um and a lot of really good jujitsu talent coming out of there too. Um I've I've trained with some of the the colored belts that have come come around to do like the world circuit and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um Bridget Grace, one of their black belts, uh, actually the the um only female black belt instructor um professor at uh, the main academy right now i train with her a lot that's sick um, what an honor for her she's yeah she's incredible um she just started uh or i don't remember if it starts this week or next week but um you know she she headed up this whole women's program um that i i remember i remember when that women's program first first started i was at the third class ever it nice. was like uh i think it was i was still a white belt um i had never seen so many women on the map before ever it was wild um and now she is she has a very busy teaching schedule and she is uh teaching the first ever beginners nogi class at the main academy nice. nogi used really to cool. only be reserved i think for blue belts and up and she is now the first one to add a beginner's class into the curriculum which is really exciting that would be someone to get on a future card actually yes because she comes down to pittsburgh too yeah yeah is that who wilkins was talking about he's mm -hmm. he's close with her he's cornered her and stuff mm -hmm. yeah they yeah. cornered each other maybe yeah, yeah. He, he cornered for her at nogi worlds in the finals uh, in 2021 um she came he down for the stout fights too didn't yeah she, she she won nice. uh, she was the main event for stout fights yeah. last year um right on and uh yeah she's she's one uh she's doing a lot of the adcc opens this year um she won weight in vegas she double golded in california and she won weight and came in second in open in uh dallas nice the only person she lost to in dallas was jasmine roca 
Nice. No shame there. No, and that was <laughs> that was a wild match, very back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make weight. So we make sure people make weight. Oh, that's why we bring no them to the that. podcast. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Do you weigh one fifteen right now? That's a very rude question. No, but I love how that's like yeah. a question that is like combat sports athletes are yeah. just like, "What do you weigh right now?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like super. Yeah. I'm, I'm used that's to just asking. You're people. the ones. You guys have to weigh in. No one else. Yeah. No other I sports am. have to. Yeah. It, Hilariously yeah. underweight right now. It's like it doesn't matter what you tell me now. We're gonna know exactly what you weigh before the fight anyway. It doesn't matter. I never weigh one. 15 ever i so you have to gain weight for 115 basically I, yeah or do you just come in just, under and roll with it yeah i just roll with it i uh just got food poisoning so could yep. you make oh five could you make yeah yeah easily yeah you, i oh five ten would be like perfect. ideal yeah how does stout fights their female divisions were different i think i saw their rules it was just like under 135 or something like oh that's is that, a, i think is that for the the in-house tournament yeah, okay that might yeah, be that yeah. okay yeah. yeah the in-house the in-house tournament um that we have coming up is yeah over under 132 mm -hmm. but that that is just got it, got to it. make sure that we have brackets right on um yeah yeah no. but because like this this is kind of funny but for us being our first grappling event we had to like research all this we're yeah. like all the weight classes are different all the belt ranks it's no gi so belts don't even matter mm -hmm. like gray maynard's technically a blue belt it's like come on bro <laughs> come on bro we're not putting you against a blue belt so there no. were, there was a yeah. lot of that throughout the entire not card that he wanted to be yeah. against a blue belt. right right no he well, wanted Isaac for sure. Yeah, and it's there is a, a little bit of a so I'm I'm kind of tuned into this network of like East Coast women who compete a lot. Um, and there is there there does kind of end up being a lot of like, all right, you know, we'll see these two fight each other eventually, and these two fight each other eventually, and then these two will rematch whenever. Um, and it is it's it's kind of nice in a way when belts don't really matter like mm -hmm. that like right. you'll see a purple belt taking a match against a brown belt or taking a match against a blue belt yep. like it's just kind of like oh, whatever yeah um, there's quite a few on this card too you can go talk to i mean ken burrs is a good example he's an indio blue belt he's facing a brown belt on the card and they yeah. never wavered at all they're like we don't care bro yeah. he's ready yeah. Yeah. like trust me he's ready yeah well, that, and that's the big difference is like when you take a fight in MMA, like you care so much about like feeling like you have the advantage and like, like both sides in an MMA fight feel like they have the advantage. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. but um, like, whereas, and the other thing in MMA, when you like, if you say someone's name as a potential opponent, like that person's offended every yep. time. Yep. Like they can say they're not, but they are offended 100%. Whereas in MMA, or grappling. In, in grappling, mm -hmm. it is very different. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, you can say someone's name, like, I'd love to compete against yeah. that person, and it's not mm -hmm. offensive. Yeah. It's just like you think it's an that, honor. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so different. Like Isaac and Gray being the perfect example. They, they I both yeah. said, Yes, I really exactly. I'd really like to compete against him. Yeah. And you like that's not a thing in MMA. Yeah. Like yeah. if you say someone's name, like it's offensive. I'm friends or, like I keep up with a lot of people that I've run into at IBJJFs over the last year and a half or so like um if i've had matches with them or if they've been in my brackets um it's like there's there really is kind of no i mean i think too we're all excited that there's women to compete against yeah you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah. it's still so dominated by mm -hmm. men so when you meet these yeah. women it's just, it's exciting you know so i feel like we have a different I don't especially know. when it's like in you know there's there feels like so much like I'm sure you know if you fight someone at amateur and then you go pro and you fight them at pro a couple years later like pe you're both gonna have evolved and like you add new tools to the arsenal um and that's 
that's very also very true in grappling, but it feels like there is a chance for that to be so much more incremental. Like I ran into the same person in the same bracket twice in the space of like six months right. in two different cities uh, when I was doing the IBJJF circuit. And it's just, it's interesting getting those kind of, those, those checkpoints of like, all right, what are you doing differently right now? What am mm. I doing differently right now? You know, what's going to happen when we yep. take this match when we're purple belts and then when we're brown belts and then, <laughs> well, when, so, you know. So do you guys feel like there's added pressure for you guys to like be fun and exciting or, or, or perform or to a certain level or like, how does that translate? Like you said, there's not a lot of girls. Like, do you feel like. I honestly feel like we're exciting and just in general, uh, you know, I, th I think it's exciting to watch women grapple. Mm -hmm. And I think for most people, it is my, yeah, my biggest thing with competition and grappling whether it's a tournament tournament tournaments are maybe a little bit different because i feel podium pressure more in tournaments where i'm like especially for single elimination when i'm like all right like it's i gotta win or i'm out um versus i have a lot of i have a lot of fun in super fights um old training partner of mine said uh once said that competing is like performing where mm -hmm. you know you want to show out you want to show your best mm -hmm. um and i I, as long as I feel like I got to do jujitsu, like I didn't just get sat on for five minutes or six minutes or whatever. Mm. I get to do jujitsu. There are cool exchanges between me and my opponent. And it was entertaining for people to watch. At the end of the day, I don't really give a shit if I win or lose. Yeah. Like yeah. one of my favorite matches that I had at Blue Belt ever um, was the DC Open last June. I only had one match in Nogi because they ran Gi and Nogi on the same day. And it was... Please never do that again, IBJJF. It's just don't people. It's like we don't start. Listen, just you don't start the nogi section until it's like five o'clock and we're all tired. Boy, she pulled the mic over to like you. Listen, you. Care. That was like a sitcom. Nobody gives a shit about. I'm just some random American blue belt that like whatever. But anyway, um, uh, no, but like so it was me and one other person and like it. I lost that match to a last minute advantage that they gave her because I shot for a takedown, got her, got her down on the mat and went to jump over to pass, but she had my chin and I wasn't Yikes. defending it because it wasn't a choke, sure. but they scored it as a, as a sub attempt. Brutal. Um, everything else about that match. And, and I was like, you know what? I'll, that's fine. Like that's a, I hate that rule. I understand the rule as they applied it. Um, but otherwise, you know, like the score was two, two, one advantage, both of us. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the match, mm -hmm. like it was really back and forth and I had fun. And yeah. one of the table workers came up to me afterwards and was like, you are fun to watch. Nice. And that's yeah. all I care about. Yeah, that's huge. That's how we tried to set this up. Honestly, that was a big part of our format in general. Dempsey talked about it on the podcast. If you guys listen, he was saying about how a lot of people just play points in jujitsu. Yeah. He's not about that life. Oh, I watched him get so mad at Worlds last year because his finals opponent just like, or his semifinals opponent, I think, just played the edge of the mat. I watched him drag someone back into the middle of yeah. the mat. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal to watch. And I think the cage makes it even better because you can't get away from yeah. the opponent. Yeah. You can't go out Have of bounds. Have you guys done you any practicing in, in the cage? I got to while I was in Iceland. Okay. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. How was it very different for you? Um, So I've talked to a couple of people about it, like, you know, I, I train with Britt Bickhart a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
you know, she says she, she was like, don't train on the cage too much if you don't have to, because you're going to smash your face into it and it's terrible and yeah, whatever. Right. Like the wall is fine. Right. Um, but I, I at least wanted a feel at least once for like how it's going to bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. It was, it was, it's different enough that like things that I wasn't sure if they were working that I was doing, I'm like, oh, I could see, I see how this could work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also don't don't smash your face with the cage. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's what that's what Isaac said. He's like, Gray's gonna be in his his world in the cage yeah. and like yeah. yeah. We've been doing a lot of wall work though. We're we're getting it. We're getting yeah. that practicing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Style doesn't have a cage, but they do have like a little fence, right? There's Dude, a little bit of like there's a link. little bit of fence, but yeah. that fence is from like the OG gym. Okay. That fence might be like ten Wait, how old is Stout? It's like the new really gym old. had a had a they have a ring a for ring. sure. They yeah. Ring. So they, they took it's the cage down in Dealey. I know because they needed more mat space, I think. Um, but, uh, but so yeah. the new the new stout never had a cage. The the, the Bridgeville one. Yeah. No no, 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 no. The strip. The strip. Oh, the, the strip the one. Newest location there. Never had a cage. Mm-mm. No. What if there was a place where two four seven veterans could come and use a cage, Ryan? Just. To like train in a that cage would, to feel it. That would be sweet. That would be, nice. be awesome. It would definitely be awesome. That should imagine if that happened. happened. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Could you imagine, ladies and gentlemen? I still want to get in there one day. I was gonna ask you because you were talking about it earlier that you yeah. were. I did. I never knew this. Were you training to fight at the time, or what was? Why were well, you spar or hitting mitts a lot, training in the cage? I think it honestly happened by accident because of Megan. When Megan was around, she was the only small ass girl and well you guys were like the perfect size for each other yeah, right that, yeah we so i think she kind of just like dragged me into it like it when i first started like, it literally out. yeah like she just <laughs> yeah for sure so then it just grew from there and then i i don't know just ended up always being in a room that i probably didn't belong in and then um kept that up and i think i only declared it really like out loud that i wanted to fight probably like uh, oh, maybe a little before two years ago. Do you remember? I think Chris Williams told you he was like, yeah, Selena wants to fight. We're going to get her in there. October. And there was an October card. And then I don't know what happened. I think it's it's hard because I got a lot of sh- I'm like juggling prob- a lot. If he said it to me, then yeah. I, I probably didn't connect that yeah. he meant you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I declared it. I said it. And then um, I don't know. I have a business and a little girl and. You, know, you got a bucket like you got it's yeah get... it's it's hard i can't i can only do so much on my own so sure. and and i i know firsthand like you're not just gonna get in there if you're not ready for it and also now i mean even at stout mike well mike i think mike knew just because i was i was always there so he knew i i could do it mm-hmm. but then when i switched gyms like isaac knew me but he didn't know me as well as mike so he's not just gonna throw me in there you know what i mean absolutely so, um yeah i think you got to take that shit serious and i did but also i was not doing what i needed to do in order to get in there i i don't know if i don't know how that i how i could but i would love to but i just don't (laughs) know if it's gonna line up i think this will like definitely give you a feel for like oh i what all of that experience like yeah i think the experience a lot of times can be like overwhelming for people like to debut and do all that stuff i'm so excited for this this totally because um, just to give you guys some kind of indicator, like 
we have our MMA show and our and a sprawl like sprawl and the bird show. Mm-hmm. Like tickets were on sale at the same time. Online ticket sales for sprawl are like kicking brawls, but yeah, people yeah. are hyped about this yeah, for sure. Go. Yeah, they should be. It's gonna be great. It, and it, then the giant stack of tickets that I uh all right, bragger. Listen, get us. She's bragging. Listen. Listen. She's bragging. Y'all just like the I said, face it's a, listen, it's a, like, <laughs> if you're treating this like a performance, yeah. you gotta put yeah. you gotta push yourself as yeah. a product. You're you right. get it. You're yeah. right. You're right. Well, that's the case for bands too, right? They yeah. expect you to bring mm-hmm. people to their venue. That's why you're there. Yeah. They don't want to hear you. Like that's, the, well, the promoter doesn't care the, about your music. Well, so the promoter doesn't care about your music at first, and then you drag a whole exactly. bunch of people along with and you. Then they're like, that's how you sounded so good. Well, that's how you end up with a residency yeah. at the bitter end for like several months on end in New York nice. City. So, Boom. Yeah. Speaking from experience, mm-hmm. yeah. you get a 247 resi- residency after this, Ryan? Bam, 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 <laughs> if y'all ever need a, like, if you ever want to replace your walkout music with like live band, hit me up. Nice. It's tricky though because like nice. we're all we all train together. We're all on the mm-hmm. card. Like literally everybody, you know. It so, is crazy, I'm honestly. Like, who this card. Go to so for nuts. tickets. Just yeah. To, I didn't. What do you do in the band? There. Um. So I was. This was uh, when just, I was just singing for us. What? Sing the answer. Just sing it. Come on. Wait. Are you? Do you Come sing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Trust me, yeah. Um, we have, you have tri- so okay, so okay. we have well, okay, so to answer your question, I was in a band in New York City before I moved. Um <laughs> I I my primary role was I was the bass I player. I was the bass player and the manager, but I split lead vocals with our with our vocalist every now and then. Um but, Yeah. We okay. have an EP on Spotify. Okay. Uh <laughs> what wait, do you do know? <laughs> We like save like most of the time we play the national anthem. We just play a version of the national oh, anthem. Oh, do you want me to it. sing it? Jess would kill but, it. And I'm dead serious. <laughs> like only special people. Like we let Yeah. Like Jennifer Fennell, who oh, I'm very good friends with who like kills it. We let her do it a couple times once or twice. And we let Adam Milstead do it once. Yeah. Or maybe Milstead. twice. Let's go. And and that's been it. And it's like those two haven't been available. Like, oh, we 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 had um Brianna Apple. Brianna yeah. do yeah. it once. But like we're selective. We're not letting just like anyone that wants to should she audition yeah. right now? You want me to yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. Oh, dude, it's don't, gonna make, happen. don't make me sing. Don't make me sing yes. anthem right now though. That's uh, you don't have to do the anthem now, but look, like we we need to take us over water and do yeah. like it's gonna well, be I'm trying to think what what do I sing? Check, check. Check, check out my melody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, look, yes. out, look how bad it. Look how bad it is. Should I sing the music song that I was playing? Is this the will of the people, perhaps? Oh, come on. <laughs> now that one that one's not quite in my range. But also, like I said, uh, I'm good. Like Thank I said, you. if you if you uh if if you can't guess what my next walkout song is gonna be, you should probably follow me on Instagram. <laughs> All right, we do need to have a talk about walkout music though, because this is very important. So I listen, you can bring the mic back. I have good news for you. I have I, I've made an executive decision. That... <laughs> this is news to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? This is because news. hold on. I gotta hear this. We I gotta listen, see if you're gonna be employed tomorrow. Guys, there's literally <laughs> there's literally 32 matches on this card right now. So for us and for the DJ, that is way too much, yeah. dude. That's way too much to organize. Brown and black belts. 
Well, we fight, had a talk. Fight we to win does do it. Yeah, though. I was going to say, think. fight to win does. Okay, well then go fight for that. Yeah, go. F- go. We got to bully Seth Daniels back go, onto the go, coast What's first. up, Seth? Stealing our athletes. Seth's awesome. We like fight to win too, but. He's out there on the, the West Coast for now. We did decide that we're going to rank the card a little differently for Sprawl and the Berg because it's no gi and belts don't matter. So popularity reigns supreme here. It's not just white to black. It's not that simple. Popularity matters. Now, belt also matters, but they both factor into where you're going to be on the card. Mm-hmm. So I'm drawing a line of we will do X number of walkout songs for X okay. number of athletes. The, and you made the cut. Just, just so you know, the reason behind not having all the... We have 30-some bouts. like And an MMA like, card the next day. People don't want to be there for five hours. Yeah. Right, right. It's the yeah. reality. No, that's fair. To keep a show in the three-hour mark, which three, three and a half hours is really the sweet spot that we've always tried to strive for. Now, we've had some exceptions to that. And we didn't like it, but it kind of happened. Mm-hmm. One being our last show, which is Brawlenberg 16, which was a great show, but it was too long. It's too like, so we had, we set up 16 fights. We always have multiple fights fall out. Like we have having this, this show Mm -hmm. and no fights fell off. And so we ended up with way more fights than we really wanted, but with 32 bouts, that's it's way too much. It's it's, way too much. We got to, yeah. But we did. We also discussed. We never made this a formal thing, but we were talking about like a social media MVP of this event. And listen, Jess, Jess is winning. winning. Let's be honest. Blair Phillips is Blair. (laughs) What? (laughs) Chipmunk. It was Chipmunk for a second. Who was? Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. It was me. See, without the headphones, I don't. That does suck. That does suck. Sage is probably second place. Who were you going to oh, say? Oh, for sure. He spent all. I was going to say Blair Phillips. He he's oh, he's dude. literally winning on a different, for a different event. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he's so good. He's dude, like, yeah. Blair's amazing. Well, that, at it. that that Star Wars thing that Sage did. He uh, spent, yeah, he spent all day doing that. Like, let me be very clear. It was so good. Let me be very clear about that. I came downstairs this morning to to see him hunched over his keyboard <laughs> with Austin Warman's cutout face on his monitor. <laughs> And and he's like get, like cackling to himself, and I I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, don't worry about it. I love that he loved it so much while he was making it, just like yeah. chuckling like a mad scientist. Yeah, it's he's a huge Star Wars nerd, so. Yeah, I I honestly I've never seen a single one. That's crazy. I know you guys. No, I've never. Me. I'm not fine. a Star Wars nice. guy, but nice. but I think I would be. I just haven't seen them. Like, I think it's nerdy and stuff, but I actually think <laughs> I would like it a lot. again. Mm-hmm. She's leaving. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you like it, Jess? I like it. So okay. I didn't. I didn't grow up with it the way that some of my friends did. But right. like, I I am very into the sci-fi vibe. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, yes or no, Selena? You've seen them all? Um, uh, not all of them. Okay. No. Are you did into you like sci-fi? Like, I'm only so much. We have two conversations. <laughs> yeah. Can you do two conversations yeah, on a these, podcast and have? Well, I'm like, uh, I'm still, I'm still trying to brainstorm what song I'm auditioning with oh, right now. Shit. Yeah, I so we got to, we got to still planning to sing. We got to leave time Stick for around, that. ladies and I know, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see what comes out of my mouth later. So a star, a star is born. Has anyone seen that? A star, a star is born. With Lady Gaga. Yes. Yeah. Oh my, I loved it. So that's the song you can sing. Off the top of my head. Gotta, no, gotta she's do doing original. I know. Well, well, I mean, I can do a Tear in the Dactyl song. I've um, heard them enough. You have, we, got, we got more than just what's on the EP, girl. She does have to drive you home, though, Jess. Just so just keep that in mind. You don't have a license. Oh, my goodness. I, I 
recall, as uh, I recall, you were the one screaming Taking Back Sunday on the yeah. way to Ohio That's last time. Fair. Wait, so you sing too, is what you're saying? Hell no. Carpool I mean, karaoke, sing, baby. It ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. We have a good time. We've had a we've had a few uh road trips together. Yes. So to the so same I've tournament the, yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of bizarre. But, yeah. So mm-hmm. with you with you two training together, mm-hmm. has there ever been like like guys when they train together a lot, they will have moments. Do you guys have you guys ever We've had a moment? Competed against each other yeah. too. A white belt. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nice. no. So there's never, never been a then? moment where not where you guys looked at each other and wanted to kill each other. No. 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 I mean, we'll scrap, but it's like you get up, shake hands, and it is what well, it is. I mean, with it's guys, it's that way too. Yeah, but there's like they got moments. Big egos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nah. Never. Nah, it's cool. Never with us. It's all cool, especially yeah. with us because we've known each other for so long and we've already competed against each other. It's just we got been that great. out of the way early. Yeah, it's been great. Mm-hmm. So when you guys competed against each other, were you guys training at all together? Yeah, I trained at Stout. We mm-hmm. trained together. Yeah, it was that. It was at the in-house. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I don't remember how it went, but. I'm sure it was good I, for me. I think I won on points, but you like stuffed me in a triangle that I took like two minutes to get out of. I don't remember. Yeah. We had a good time though. And that then, was the, that was yeah, that. Oh man. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. tell that story? No. Okay. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Well, no, I, I'll tell it. Good. So, um, there was a, there was a, <laughs> a, a dearly beloved training partner of mine at the time who she still trains. She's just mostly up in Zelenople now, I think. Um, you did make it sound like she was dead for a second yeah, I, there. I thought it was, well, I thought so, it was someone in the past. No, she, uh, she, uh, she's past guard. Hey, her first, <laughs> <laughs> look at you. No, understanding you get to, um, but, uh, I'm sorry. There's a, uh, <laughs> a lot, I'm, you know. I'm getting kicked off the car. <laughs> Remember like, when uh, Selena was scheduled to play? We had a mask fall off, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, um, yep. Breaking news. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> she sweated up. A, uh, sweated up the studio. There we go. That's what I, I wanted to pull. This there you go. Yeah, you can move it wherever can, you need. Now I can see. Ashley, Beautiful. Right? Yeah, Ashley. Yeah. Um, she. So she. She and I did our first tournament together ever, or first ever tournament. It was a grappling industries. Um, it was like nine months into my training. I think. Um, we were both white belts. And it was the last match of the day. And uh, she, uh, it was Nogi and it was best of three against this one girl from, I don't I think Elite Combatives maybe. Um, Mm. And I, I, to this day, it's still like, I can still hear it. Uh, She had her arm snapped in half in an Americana. um, And like, it was it was bad. It was really bad. She was out for like a year and a half, I think. Um, and that girl that broke her arm showed up to our in-house like a year later and Selena beat the shit out of her. Nice. Yeah. Revenge. Yeah. Our, yeah, we got our revenge. That's pretty sick. Yeah, there's so been, like, you uh, knew going in now. Did mind. you know going in like that's the girl? Oh yeah, we all knew I think who we she were was. All hyped up about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, let we're me like, uh, like so this girl breaks the other girl's arm right Mm -hmm. and and was it the type where like i've as someone who like is mainly an mma person and not a grappling or jujitsu person Mm -hmm. like i know that there's a point where like you give them the opportunity like i i don't know is this standard that you give them the opportunity to kind of tap and then if they don't then you take it further so so it de- it very much depends on the tournament. I think it, in like a local grappling industries tournament, when you're a white belt, mm-hmm. like yeah, you don't. You don't it's it's kind of common courtesy to not just be like mm-hmm. 
ripping things left. But and when right. you're a white belt, aren't you also at a level where you don't, you right. might not know that. So that the way that it was explained to me, that. yeah. So the way that it was explained to me, it's unclear if, if I was told that my teammate verbally tapped and the girl did not let go. Mm. I cannot confirm or deny if that is the case. Um, but uh, either way, it was like it was like a I think it was a leg Americana, too. So it was one of those things where it's like that's something that you can't necessarily tell how much pressure you're sure, putting on someone. Sure. And also, I the ref that was on that mat uh, was hungover. And I know that because he, well, <laughs> he was he drinking smelled, with me the night like before. Cigarettes. No, so he was hungover. <laughs> He was hungover, so and I knew that because he refed he refed a bunch of my matches, and I heard him be like, "Yeah, I'm like hungover as shit." With oh like, my God. don't please, yo, please. Renee Sousa. Renee Sousa is going to be one of our refs, by the way, for oh, Sprawl oh, the Bird. Awesome. Oh, so shit. that's really cool. That's We're so very pumped very about that. Don't breaking news. Oh, we didn't post that. No, no. not yet. Oh, we did. Can no. you not, he, Renee? Yeah, he did oh, post yeah, he about did. it. Yeah, okay. was, oh, Can he please that, don't yeah. get smashed until at, we'll do um, cowboy shots after the show. Sick. No, but it's like it was the kind of thing where like like I if like I am sure he was not paying attention. Um, he You're talking he about Renee Sousa. <laughs> he always pays attention. I, I'm just aware. So he does. Um, he he helped uh, corner me at finishers recently. Nice. Yeah. What fun. a dude. He's yeah. been nothing he was, but awesome. He was yelling at me to buggy choke this girl. I'm like, do you see how? Well, I'm like, do you see the proportion of my limbs and how that doesn't work? I'm not built for buggy choking. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. But but it's the kind of thing like like that ref like like after one of my matches where I tapped the girl, he like looks at us and was like, which one are you one? And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's wild. Yeah. So That's it was wild. like a. It was definitely like a. So many things went wrong here mm. that like this could have absolutely been avoided. Um, for sure. But uh Okay, so help me understand, like there is the common courtesy of like giving someone the opportunity to tap. For local tournaments, yes. Okay. At, at things like Worlds where I had my elbow busted apart. Uh you grip it and rip it. Yeah, yeah. You okay, what about like what about like sprawl? Grip it and grip rip it. Grip it and rip it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean We've seen it with Chase Boyd. Chase Boyd will take your leg home. Well, yeah, he gets and a that's, chance. He's and taking that, and, it. And literally that video is what's like like triggering that question. Yeah, to I mean, just my perspective. In a competition, dude, like these it are, goes, man. Yeah. It yeah, goes. Like, I'm sorry. Like, these are higher especially for, for like super fight yeah. cards. Like yeah, these are exactly. higher level right. matches where yep. we are getting paid a commission, like like just grip it and rip it. For sure. And, and I totally honestly agree with that. It sucks. I'm yep. not happy. Like, I genuinely don't want anybody to break their arm or dislocate their Well, and it's the kind of thing ankle, where, like, but... yeah, well, and it's the kind of thing where, like, it's, it is on, if, if you are having a submission applied to you, it is on you to know when, where the point of no return is. Yeah. Yep. Like, right. you are trapped and it is locked in and there is no way for you to escape. Just tap. Yeah, it was really interesting. I heard Dempsey talk about that. It might might have been on the podcast. I'm not sure. I, we've done so many at this point that like I don't remember when something you've done occurred. One with him, though. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Just yeah. one with him. But come still. on, bro. But genuinely, know like, where you heard talk it. about that? Like, do people Check have people heard this? Too. <laughs> it's true. But he was like, this was before I started learning leg locks, and like somebody put me in a leg lock. I just tapped. I wasn't in danger. I just knew that like I also don't know how to get out of this. Yeah. So the thing yeah. with leg locks, especially too, is if you don't know how the proper defense, you can injure yourself. Right. Turning the wrong way. Remember BJ? I'm I'm like the MMA nerd. I'm sorry. BJ Penn when he fought Ryan Hall. Yeah. And Ryan Hall dove on a leg, and BJ literally turned the wrong way, and I was like, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like BJ just did that. That's the prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. 
um no and well and that's so like what happened to me at worlds was like f for me it was a little bit of like like it's it's tough because you know you don't want to you don't want to be injuring yourself you don't want to be you you never want your partner to be injured or your opponent to be injured sure. but there is the adrenaline factor right and like that's kind of when i people have talked to me about my injury at worlds um which was i got caught in a belly down arm bar um and i went to step over to try to circle out of it and she just like hipped into it and i didn't feel how stuck my arm was until i felt my elbow separate mm -hmm. um and i tore my ucl and i was out for a couple of months um but uh and it's just you know sometimes you, you don't feel it until it's too late yeah um and that's definitely a thing that like our instructors harp on for leg locks, especially it's like, you don't feel it until your knee explodes. Yeah. So. yeah. And I'm, I'm sure the adrenaline goes both ways too. Mm -hmm. the person applying the submission mm -hmm. is applying it harder than usual. Mm -hmm. And you're also defending it harder than usual. Yep. So it just creates this perfect storm yep. of, yeah, injury. I remember, I remember, um, Christian at, uh, Gee worlds when he was still a juvenile, I think, um, he lost his semifinals match because he had the kid in a fully locked arm bar with his arm all the way extended. And like, you could tell it was hyperextended mm. and the kid just didn't tap. That's so gross to see. Yeah. Like those videos get me, dude. Yeah. Like broken arms and leg legs more even are so disgusting. Yeah. Or even my friend, is, um, oh. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you well, can literally you hear it. one at all? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Mikey Musa made yes. leg lock? Yes. Where the he just kept shredding the dude's knee for 10 minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, what are we doing? Fully locked in heel hook, yes. arc, knee bar, yes. terrible something. And the, I remember seeing something that the doctor was like, it looks like this dude was in a motorcycle accident. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, the the news, and this is like, I don't know how to, I'll ask you guys, I guess, because mm -hmm. that guy in that match, I, I'm sorry, I forget his name, but they were like, he he's he's out for at least a year for sure. He's and never, like, what's the point? Why did you just do it? Well, just oh, tap. He, that Why don't you just tap? Well, it, it's like, oh, it's a pride thing. I'm like, it's dude, not. you are, you are, you might have to retire now. Exactly. Like, that exactly. is, that is, you are reconstructing your entire knee. Yeah. There was a point where Mikey, if you guys go rewatch him, Mikey was literally like, like making what? faces like, oh, what yeah. is this dude? I can feel it. And in the post fight well, that, interview, he's can. like, yeah. That's the th like, I have never, I've never gotten to the point where I'm like ripping people's whatever apart. But like, even sometimes I'll like, like, I'll like, something snaps when I'm holding it and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, we'll start running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you? wasn't me i am glad to hear though that at sprawl you guys are treating it like pretty seriously that's yeah. honestly i didn't know what to expect i wasn't sure because there's a lot of like there's a lot of friendliness to this event in one on one level like we just said kylie sapola literally yeah. training at the mat factory a lot of camaraderie and community but at the same time you guys are treating these matches that they matter oh yeah definitely. yeah yeah it's a super fight it should matter i mean they should all matter but especially mm -hmm. a super fight and it's for 247 the, like the ego side of me is like wow that's awesome and like <laughs> the other side of me is like this is our first one like why like is it because you put like on... I, we put on a good show yeah. and like we we, we take, put a lot of effort behind it sure. is well, that you why a, you have yeah. a track record yeah. at this point right remember... like this is not this is not just some some rinky dink ass super fight that's getting thrown together and you know mm -hmm. being treated like whatever i remember actually uh, May might have been on the card. Uh, I don't remember who, who it was. But anyway, the first uh, show that I went to that you guys put on, and I was, like, thrilled because, you know, you get people who put 
so much fucking work into this shit. And at the end of the day, whether they're it's their first fight or they're a professional, they're getting in there. They put all this time. They dedicated all this energy into this. And it should be treated like, a, I think, a professional event. And you guys did that. And I remember thinking, like, this is amazing. This is how everybody should be treated. And instead of this, I don't know, I've been to, like, enough fights and ohio or west sure. virginia or whatever we all have yeah you know, we've like, seen the, and it's yeah. whatever like if you you have obviously you gotta i mean it's when a especially grind, if, but especially when like you you can be self-contained in that you know you have a streaming platform and you have yeah. ways to do it that are like not complicated like the the, yeah. the market share of you know platforms to which you can stream your jujitsu event mm -hmm. it's what flow grappling UFC Fight Pass, Fight TV, and now us. And like is and, and anything and right and yeah, like literally. otherwise and, and I'll otherwise it's like figure it out and and you know you have figured it out you have yeah, a self contained yeah. app and like you know and it's well that's the thing like I I I think part of why this is happening now and it didn't happen before well one was COVID but two is like. I've been approached by a lot of people that wanted me to do different like sports, like jujitsu and grappling and boxing and stuff. And I was always like, MMA is my passion. Like I don't have a passion for that. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't, I can't put that level out the same way. But like now I have these guys mm -hmm. And, and like that, that guy, guy especially and yeah. and his level of passion yeah. for grappling and and wrestling and jujitsu is like completely yeah. off the charts mm -hmm. and this guy he knows like grappling like i don't know grappling mm -hmm. and so um now i know that i can like have that passion which i want to have like i just it's just like it's not there yet. Like yeah. for, for me personally, now I know these guys can handle that. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's like, like, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And especially like, you know, like the sub only rule set though, like the, the sub only rule set in a specified amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like I true sub only annoys the hell out of me. Like don't, Nobody wants to see no a forty-minute-long match where Gordon and Felipe fucking yeah. oh my each other in yeah. the yes. face. Like, yes. just, just if you can't sub one in fit, like if you're if you're a higher-level black belt and you want a fifteen-minute match, like okay, fine. Anything beyond that is just 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 get the job done for sure. Go to rest decision. Like somebody had to be more offensive. Like right. my God. Totally agree. And if, if somebody wasn't more offensive, then they're doing the old IBJJF sit and stall in 50-50. Yeah. And nobody wants to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I think that's part of our built-in, I don't know to call it charm or whatever, advantage that we have with this is being inside a cage and being primarily still an MMA promotion. Like, mm -hmm. we know what, I think you guys all know what we expect. Yeah. Like, we want you to go hunting submissions. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to watch your traditional no offense to that ibjjf like submission a little bit of like, offense to them a little bit Quite sure frankly. they can take it that's fine they're fine they're going to be they're fine. doing just yeah. just fine they're, they're going to be fine. fine we're not here for points and like winning on a technicality we want action we want to yeah. see 
submissions and i yeah. had my first super fight ever um it was in a gi it was for rjjc i don't know if they're still around i haven't seen i didn't see them post much, ever since that much last out of them, them. Yeah, yeah i fought with them twice they were they were really good i think um what did that stand for sorry i'm not randori jiu-jitsu championship mm -hmm. i think okay cool um, i want to look that up but uh um yeah they put on a good they had tim spriggs commentating oh um, nice tim's beast yeah, yeah. um but uh, my first match ever, or my first super fight ever, um, uh, the girl and I are like chill now. She uh, she's a purple belt out in Eastern PA, um, and we ran into each other at the DC Open, and she was like, you know, or we were talking because we actually we ended up facing each other in the open class for Nogi. And she was like, all right, let's see how this goes. Technically, you beat me on points in our super fight. And I was like, yeah, but it was sub only, and they gave you the decision. So like, <laughs> That's kind of funny. I never thought about that. So like. Our decision is going to be based on a variety of things, which you guys will find out. Like, mostly aggression, submission attempts, things like that. We were told that at Kumite. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's well, always it's... up to the ref's discretion at the end of the day. Yeah, like, yeah. that's tough when it's submission only, and I get that. So that that's funny, though, that you had a match, and she acknowledged, like, if we were playing for points, you totally just beat me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's like, but, you know, she had, it was like, you know, I would have scored. I, I watched the match back, and I'm like, I think I would have scored two takedowns, and... I don't remember if I got a sweep or not. She definitely would have scored at least one sweep, but she had me in that sweep. She had me stuck in a, mm -hmm. in a Kimura for like a minute. Um, oh. And it was at the end of the match. And I, I kept trying to circle out and circle out and circle out. And, and like, she was doing a really good job of retaining. Um, so like, yeah, cool. I got those two takedowns, but like in the, in the ref size, especially since it was in the last minute of the match, like she had that really solid submission attempt. And that's, mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's why they gave it to her, which sure. in my opinion deserved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, is another, another example of a match where I was like, you know what? I'm not mad about this. It was really fun. It was back and forth. Also, it was a catch weight and she outweighed me by 15 pounds. So the fact that I, that we could have a really back and forth and fun match for mm -hmm. other people huge, to watch. Yeah. It was for really sure. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I will simplify it for like our listeners and fans and refs and everybody. The way I've been looking at it and describing it to the refs that I've been talking to is like, if this was an MMA round, who won that round? Yep. It's that easy at the end of the day. Like there's no strikes, obviously, but who won that round? Control, aggression, submission attempts. Those are the things that matter in MMA. Mm -hmm. We're an MMA promotion. It's inside the cage. Who won that? Yeah. It should be pretty. There's, I'm sure there's going to be decisions at Sprawl in the Berg that people think the wrong guy won. I just expect that. But it happens every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't avoid that in this game. Even in my match at Kumite, like I watched back with with commentary and and all of them were like this truly could have gone either way. Yeah. Yeah. So, like <laughs> Who did you face at Kumite? Hannah Pickerel. Um okay. she she just got her purple belt like a week or two ago from Robbie Maloff at Limitless. Um <laughs> nice. she that, that was... guy is weird. Bro, Robbie, bro, you're He's so weird. weird. Dude. <laughs> that dude's weird. We love Robbie. Um, Robbie's the Yeah, man. yeah. Hannah was really cool. I got to talk to her a little bit after our match. Um she was primarily a gi girl, um, but she agreed to do no gi for me if I agreed uh, that we would not play heel hooks. Um, and I said, That's fine. I love that. Um, yeah. And uh, she <laughs> uh, I knew she was going to be taller than me. I didn't expect how much taller than me she was. Again, I will post it on Instagram <laughs> later. But like there's a there's a still frame from our match where we're both standing upright. And I think she is an entire head taller yeah, than me. That's wild. Um, that's wild. Very long. Um, she mm -hmm. had a good match strategy of pulling me into her clothes guard and her legs were very long. It took me a while to get out. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, but we yeah. had a fun time though. We had a really fun had time. A really good time. Who'd you Cincinnati compete against really Selena? Um, Chelsea Lagrassi. I don't know how to right. say her last name. Sure. She, she was an MMA fighter. 
also I knew that was going to be tough and it was. Yeah, it was good. It was good though. Yeah, we had a good match. This is this might was, be new. Go ahead. That was in Robbie's like gym, right? Or no, like, that wasn't no, the limitless that was, card. Yeah, oh, Kumite okay. does it. Um, okay, actually, it was Kumite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually got to talk to Hannah about it a little bit because she said she competed for them the second card that they had, and this was I think their sixth. And she was like, "Man, this was so much smoother this time. It was very smooth. It's, it's so tough. Th- th- People th- underestimate th- it. Th- that that Kumite and the one that used to be here are totally totally different, different, different things. Different, yeah. yeah, totally yeah. different. Yeah, things. this one they do at a at like a proscenium like stage venue. Um, it was really Madison cool. Madison Theater. Madison Theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they seemed they like. Uh, I got to talk to. Um, oh God, I'm forgetting his name. So is it on a stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just one. Like, like super fights yeah yeah okay. um that yeah there was a there was a hot sec where i was like good lord i'd please please do not let Don't us fall off the stage, off the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah so um, it was on a stage on like a platform yes yes okay don't um, gotta so worry about felt, that it was like, it was like 10 it feet was a, yeah it was yeah yeah, yeah. we've like so mm-hmm. we've checked out lots Sounds of different terrifying. like it was fun it was cool I had, venues it was really cool yeah yeah we've t- checked out tons of venues and like including like theaters where mm-hmm. like we had some awesome theaters that mm-hmm. well, especially the one in virginia that oh, didn't that, end up, oh god the one that got away mm-hmm. it is absolutely it is it was this like virginia well hey uh, <laughs> news <laughs> we were really close to doing a show and like to going to virginia like literally just had to sign on the dotted line to like, make it happen we were, we were yeah. that close yeah. and mm. now we're yeah Somewhere We're else. committed. Going in different directions. Somewhere oh, else. Yeah, the other way. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A mirage of sorts. But a mirage we, that somehow only I know about. I, I am impressed. We that, don't want to. No. We don't want to jump around and be like, "Oh, we're gonna have a show here, have a show here, have a show." Yeah. Like we want to have roots. Like yeah. let's root somewhere else now. Now that we're rooted well here and we're like doing our thing here, let's go there and do that same thing. Mm-hmm. In addition to. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. Yeah. But that speaks to your Instagram addiction for sure, though, because you saw it. Not many people saw it. It was maybe. Danny nice. saw it. He Danny got Palm that same addiction. A couple people saw it. But yeah, we'll we'll have an announcement for you guys here in due time. But I wanted, I did want to drop some breaking news on you guys. That's kind of fun. I think maybe it might be fun for you guys. And I hope I'm right because <laughs> Danny was talking about this. But who who did Carly Joe face at Kumite? Uh, oh, I competed against her too, and I can't think of her name. Yeah, right Sasha Reynolds. Yeah, Sasha. Yeah, she's You're competing as Brawl on the Bird. Hey, <laughs> that's exciting. That's really exciting. That's really exciting. Who's yeah. her opponent? In Come due on. time. No, yeah, uh, we'll announce it. We'll announce it. You guys remember Calvin Harbaugh, who just fought Ethan Goss and beat Shaka Worthy before that in December for us in mm-hmm. MMA? Mm-hmm. His wife, Tara Harbaugh, is facing Sasha Reynolds. Oh, cool. That's Very breaking cool. news. And, yeah. and, and, and Tara's, Tara's like, a beast too but like i don't know these like these people are just like awesome people like they're mm-hmm. people you want to be around they're people you want to hang out with mm-hmm. like and that's what i would say about tara is like she's just a really nice awesome person for real and so to have her on our card and be able to compete yeah sasha's awesome. been cool to talk to and her her dad i believe boomer reynolds yeah. I, don't, I assume that's not his given name but i love that name Bo- i hope that's it is. actually boomer if it's your given name that's sick i love that he's a cool dude yeah oh you know him well i've just from i've competed just against her and then yeah, we yeah, all yeah. see each other around that's the tournaments. thing about being being uh that's another thing about being a woman in jiu-jitsu you run into a lot of teenagers oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. tournaments yeah because you you get those mm-hmm. handful of teenagers that like have growth spurts early yes so like i fought a green belt uh at the arnold's um 
this past March who mm-hmm. was my size. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it because yeah. Well, no, I know <laughs> they're all my size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, when we were initially trying to match you, there was a 16 year old from yeah. Enlisted yeah. Nine that was going to take it, and yeah. you were like, "Please don't put me against another teenager." Yeah. Like, well, and even that's that's the thing is that that's the the reason that competing at Blue Belt in IBJJF can be terrifying if you are not master's age yet mm-hmm. is because uh you cannot get promoted to okay so the way that the belt promotion systems works is that if you have been training your entire life starting at the age of like three four or five however early you're allowed to be belted um the fastest you can get your purple belt is 16 so you Mm -hmm. stay in the kids belt system until you turn the year you turn 16 and then you either get promoted to blue or purple I have a lot of opinions about these people that are out here beating black belts, being promoted to blue because they want to win world titles at every belt color. Right. That's a whole separate podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, when they turn 18, then then that's when they go into the adult brackets. So like when they're 16 and 17, they get kind of siphoned off into what they call juvenile. Um, but like I nerd in her. Yes, this is this is this is the rules nerd in me. But we've, we've seen this. Yes, but, like but for like, an hour and a half now. I know. Um, <laughs> but like that's what happened to me. And uh, there was a girl nice. that I fought twice uh, last year at IBJJF. She she was an ex juvenile and she she beat the shit out of me because she yeah. was an eighteen year old blue belt that immediately like won Nogi Worlds and then got promoted to purple. It's the level of youth jujitsu. I feel like recently is just Wild. so nuts. It's, it's so nuts. Wild. You watch yeah. some of these kids, and it's just like I mean, there's some on this card Liam. too. Yeah, Liam, yeah, Liam. Jaden, mm-hmm. Layton, mm-hmm. like like all the ones that we have on this card, I think are going to be insanely sick yeah. matches. And Sasha competing a, sure. against She's a grown ass woman, mm-hmm. Tara Harbaugh. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's what I was telling. Like you have when you're that good, you have to face an adult. There's no yeah. other 16 year old on earth that's going to challenge yeah. you. Mm-hmm. at that point and it is interesting i think like you guys speaking to specifically female jiu-jitsu world how well you know everybody still because this is something we run into with mma matching hard mm-hmm. there's there's like 10 featherweights in the area that could face cheyenne yeah mm-hmm. like when no, we no, have there's to- 10 featherweights in the regional mma usa right yeah. Right. That that are qualified in the state of Pennsylvania for us to match her with. So once we contact all ten of them, it's like, okay, what else? Yeah. yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Like, how yeah. do we? I'm not. A, ten might be generous to yeah, be honest. It's not really I don't 10. even think it's ten. It might be ten in the whole right, U.S. Right. right. Like, That's but like, still you're not in really the entire trying. United States. Yes. Right. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. And that goes it's crazy. Yeah. It, it gets a little better at like flyweight and strawweight for women, but for the most part, like. There's a very finite number of yeah. possibilities, but and it, the it's difference weird. is like she can go to West Virginia and get about because like their commission is not as strict let anything as ours. go. Yeah. yeah, so they'll Man. they'll they'll approve about that. Like they would never approve a debut versus Cheyenne Hall in Pennsylvania, right. but like she can go to like West Virginia and, and pick and up do that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me though, to hear that that's also in jujitsu because my perception is that there should be a much larger pool of female talent in jujitsu, but it doesn't really sound no, like that's the small. case. It's small. Well, and I think it also depends on the, where you're fighting to. Like, I think like there's, there's kind of like, you know, I did like a, I said I did the IBJJF circuit for a while, and there's you kind of start to recognize the names that like do the IBJJF circuit. Okay, and now- so, so 
I'm sorry. Like a lot of our viewers are like me mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, like when you talk about grappling industries versus oh, IBJJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you kind of like, yeah, just so, kind of simplify that for us? Sure. So IBJJF is it's, uh, it's international Brazilian, whatever. Um, they're kind of like held up as the pinnacle of like, what is the most official federation that exists in this sport right now? Cause there's not a jujitsu unified rule set. Um, but do they do like tournament style yes. or, or so, okay, so they're yeah. tournaments. So they're style. tournaments. They run, they run, uh, Pan American championships, Gi and Nogi. They run world championships, Gi and Nogi. And then the other two big ones that happen are, um, European championships or like European nationals, um, and Brazilian nationals. Um, so they're like the big, they, they, they consider themselves to be like the governing body of jujitsu when in reality it is, they're just a tournament. They, they have like the classic rule set of like, these are the points for these positions and this is how whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so when you talk about tournament grappling or jujitsu, mm-hmm. is it always going to be like you pay a tournament fee, you, you come and it's mainly their income is primarily based off of your Registration. Registration. Yes, it's a big conversation in grappling right now, specifically surrounding IBJJF, how much they don't pay their athletes, um, mm. especially these black belt athletes that are like coming to compete with them year after year and have all these world titles stacked up. And it's like where they're they're getting like cents on the dollar for uh, right. in, in repayment. And it's ridiculous um, versus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other, the other big one that's kind of coming up right now is ADCC has started doing open tournaments, um, where you get to compete under the ADCC rule set, but it's not right. ADCC, right, right. like it's not worlds, it's not trials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so is that all no gi? Yes. Okay. Everything it, ADCC is Everything no-gi. ADCC is no gi. And, and I've also gotten into this conversation with, um, one of my coaches, Andy Anderson, who just did the Dallas open. ADCC is not jujitsu. It is submission grappling, which is, I would argue, especially with the way that gi and no gi jujitsu have changed over the last 10 years, I can hear the nerd pouring out of me. I'm so sorry. I want to hear yeah, this, like, though. Just, I, like, I was, genuinely want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it off my rug later um no but this but like the way that you look at like um and, and mike's talked about this too before where you know 10 years ago gi and no gi was just it was the same sport just in different uniforms right, like one you wore right. a bathrobe and one you wore spandex yep. and now with you know the advent of leg locks sure within the last five years which you cannot you cannot do heel hooks in the gi that's like rule number one because a lot of the escapes are predicated on there's way too much traction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. you have a pant grip. Exactly. You can't do the escape yeah, and you're going to no getting your... out of this. No. Yeah. Um, so, so leg locks on the no gi side versus all of these crazy modern lapel guards with the jacket on the gi side, they're two different sports now. Um, and, and even kind of predating that too, like ADCC was never specifically a jujitsu tournament, mm-hmm. even at worlds. It was a lot of wrestling. It was a lot of judo. It was a lot of Sambo. Um, so like I would argue that it's it's their ADCC looks like it's trying to sell itself as the alternative king of nogi whatever as opposed to the IBJJF where I sure. would argue it's a slightly different sport. Yeah. It's interesting. Space, especially yeah. with the rule set. So No, I'm glad you broke that down because okay. I, yeah. Yeah, well I I'd like more. Yeah. Um <laughs> okay, so that takes care of like the two top like tournament. Mhm. 
but there's also like super fights. Is there yeah. someone that like kind of like is the top for super fights fight or is it fight to win? Okay, yeah. so for Seth sure. is like mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah, he's been he's doing it. The, yeah, he's been doing it the longest. Like even when, when I first first started in 2018, like I remember they were in Pittsburgh and like Sage was on the card and a yep. couple of uh, stout guys were on the card. Um and I remember that kind of being like the pinnacle because yeah. they because they had figured out like the traveling show. They had the production. Yep. They yep. had, you know, their production. is There is it. no yeah. doubt yeah. their production is like I look it's at their world class. Like, I yeah. want that for sure. Like, yeah. And like from feedback I've gotten, like I've heard people say, like, we found out about them being here like the week of. It was literally the night before I got on the show. How does that even like, so as a promoter, like for me, I'm like, did they have like, they had an audience? How did, how did all that work? I think they had been to Pittsburgh enough times to know that they had the talent pool to draw from. It was going to fill the car was going to be full, but yeah. yeah, about bringing people in. I don't know. I, right. I didn't go to the first one, so I don't really know. So are those, are, are, are those all, like you don't pay a participant fee for that. No, no. yeah, super fights okay. are generally okay. like so yeah. commission, commission on ticket sales. Mm -hmm. Um, like if you are, some of them will will break it down so they'll they'll consider purple belt and below amateur and brown belt and above professional. Um, but like eh. to me, to me, I'm kind of like if you're if they hand you money, then you should be considering this a pro fight. Oh, in my yeah, opinion, for sure. and that's what we that's yeah. what we determined. Like, we had yeah. these discussions. I these were. Total yeah. discussions we had. I texted Wilkins even, and I and I was like, kind of embarrassed because I'm like, dude, I'm sorry that I don't really know this, but what is considered a pro grappling match? Because mm -hmm. on one hand, we could easily say anything purple and below is amateur. Yeah. But then you have a match like Gavin Teasdale versus Freddie Rodriguez, mm -hmm. who are pro MMA fighters right. that are blue belts. That can't be an amateur yeah. grappling match. Like that doesn't even make sense. And yeah. he's like. Dude, there's no system. Like, just do whatever makes sense for you. Yeah. And that's kind of what we landed on. So, to be clear, like, everybody at Sprawl in the Berg, if you get a submission, you get 100 bucks right off the bat. Like, there's a $100 submission bonus for every rank, every mm -hmm. weight class, everybody. Yeah. And then there we is? do. Yeah. Well, you didn't know. About oh, that was he's. It's his shirt. It's his T-shirt deal. Like, Everybody hey, who you, gets a submission gets a T-shirt. I'll give you hundred dollars. <laughs> like we'll never actually do it. Is that what? No. I'm just no, kidding. they actually get their hundred bucks though in this scenario. It's out of your. But your, then some people do, paycheck. of course, have purses. You know, when you run it all the way to the top, like PJ Barch and Dante Leon, of course, they're getting pipe purses as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Wait, so, they're getting what? Dude, good no, I'm, I'm joking about that. Like Gucci um, purses, dude. I know. Gucci I, know purses. I know. They getting paid, son. Trust me. Trust <laughs> me. I know all too well about that one. But it is interesting because grappling still feels like the Wild West to a degree. And even to take it a step further, MMA is highly sanctioned. We work with the commission. We can only do certain things. We can't call the shots. Man, I that's I remember when MMA was it, MMA was illegal in New York for so long. For, for sure. so long. Yeah, New York probably well, one of the longest. Literally the wild yeah, west of right. like people people fighting each other. New on York State Athletic yes. Commission might make it illegal again <laughs> because it should be with the way they're running it. Well, I mean, that's the, it's so there's bad. a big controversy in the grappling community right now related to the state athletic commission because ibjjf used to run pan american nogi pan american championships in new york city every year and then it wasn't i think it was supposed to kick in in 2020 and then like the 
the world ended. Um, So it didn't become a problem until like the last year or two, but they decided to go ahead and sanction all grappling matches as MMA fights. So blood work for every, every person competing. Um, If it was a tournament, like they would forego blood work, but you had to have like crazy venue insurance and an ambulance on site and like all this giant list of stuff and every single grappling promotion in the area just said fuck it we're out yeah it's really hard to make money in this business guys yeah it's really that's why i'm always telling people like i know it sucks to sell tickets i know i know you don't want to i know that and i need you to we need you to sell (laughs) tickets like sell tickets (laughs) yeah and and so like that's the thing like i tell people if you look at an mma show when it's all said and done when you look at that show, if every fight doesn't sell three thousand dollars worth of tickets, which that in MMA that means like one of the two guys is the guy that is expected to sell tickets. If each one's not selling three thousand dollars, that fight lost money. And so, it it it's not that like promoters are being greedy. Like we like you said we're putting out this like production and we're doing all these things. Like it costs a lot of money to do that. And I want to do that. And I want to like, like spoil the fighters and do all that. And it works both ways. Like fighters, if you want to fight regularly, like you're going to have to build up your, your, your base. Yeah. Well, and I think as far as like selling tickets goes too, people want to support their teammates and their friends. It's just like, you know, Especially, especially for grappling, where like a lot of the people that we train with, maybe they don't compete. Maybe they do this as a hobby. Maybe they have, you know, a full time job and a second full time job and like it slips their mind and they're like, oh, I forgot to buy tickets. And it's just like, you know, sometimes sometimes I do feel like I'm being a little annoying about it, but I'm like, no, like, you know, I don't want you to you. You told me that you wanted to come support this. I, you know, I I want to make sure that you have that opportunity. Yeah. yeah and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, yeah. And like. It's not as if, but there are tons of people. There are tons right. of people that are on your card and on the other card that will not sell a dollar. Well, they won't sell one ticket. And it's like, you live four miles from the venue. Like I'm not from you here. Can find, like, exactly. Like, you can find exactly family here. Like, <laughs> and that's why that's the whole, the whole thing is like, we're not, we just need, like, if we want to have, grappling all the time yeah and we got to have a crowd like we we can't lose money because if we lose money like we're just gonna say let's not do all that effort and <laughs> make money by not doing it like yeah. if, if you're losing it and mm-hmm. so yeah you done <laughs> <laughs> she's spicy tonight <laughs> she's spicy tonight why do you think that's so funny? Because I think that like a hundred times a day, but I don't say it. She had the balls to actually say kidding. it. That was awesome. That was She's awesome. Like, are you done? Are you done now? Bro, are you done? It's okay. I, I'm on the receiving end of this yeah. most of the time. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw her give you that look, the oh, already I'm... done look earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing, though. I think Pittsburgh's pretty special, too, with the kind of the cross training aspect and a a big kudos to stout for saturdays at stout being sparring day for a lot of guys yeah it's huge it's huge 
And I think that creates a community where people will support, like like you just said, you're not from here. You don't have family here. Yeah. And you're still able to go out and sell tickets. And mm-hmm. I also, like, as far as, you know, we, like, I, I'm up at the Map Factory every Sunday in training. But, like, you know, as far as who I'm trying to sell tickets yeah, to, like, trying to sell I, leave, factory, I leave the Map Factory people to the Map Factory. Like, right, like we're all right. friends, but I'm like, you should support the people who are fighting under your banner. Yeah. Well, this isn't going to surprise either of you or Ryan or Danny Palm, but Isaac, and again, being the best person to ever walk this earth. I mean, he truly is. This is why he has this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Go get that Hall of Fame plaque while I continue. When I was talking to him, so Gray Maynard coming from Michigan, of course, UFC veteran, UFC legend. he, Mm -hmm. He wanted paid to come here, which is totally fair. Gray Maynard obviously earned that and deserves that. And I was asking Isaac, candidly like dude do you think you can sell tickets because gray's not going to be cheap to get here and isaac was like i don't know man because usually i'll you know if somebody wants to buy tickets for me i'll tell them go buy them off pat and go buy them off jake lowry go buy them off dempsey or Mm -hmm. whoever it may be selena Mm -hmm. and i was just like dude can you stop being so awesome for one that's literally the nicest thing i've ever noxiously awesome Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) then I was negotiating Isaac's purse when and I say negotiating with air quotes because no, I'll, get, I'll pay you. He's he's literally like Shut up, whatever I make is getting donated back anyway. And I'm like, dude, Sounds why? Like why why are you like this? That yeah, checks. you're the best. Yeah. Best Ugh. human ever. It makes me think like I'm I'm a horrible human being. For sure. No, it should I just can... make you want to be better. Uh, no, it does. It does. It's like like I always say to him, like Let's be more like Isaac. Mm-hmm. And most people are like, oh, like, what would what would Jesus do? What would Isaac do? Very like, offensive, they're, I'm they're, sure. They're, they're oftentimes the same thing. If we created WWID bracelets, would that be offensive? <laughs> I think we should do it. I, I, I kind of want that. I kind of want that. Yes, they should design it. They, they went go. to art school. Yeah, you dude. Saw that, you saw that fucking Star Wars shit. Yes, they should design anything. <laughs> that was awesome. The Star Wars. So check out Sage Jitsu on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big big win with that post today. So outside of anyone, Matt Factory or Stout, like, are there any fights that you guys are like, wow, like, I'm looking forward to seeing that one. I'm ready to see Dante and PJ run it back. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. sure. Um, hmm. Nobody yeah. else. I'm ready to see. I mean, it's. I'm ready to see Liam scrap. Yeah, but he's like, he's, he's like, like our guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought he was Lucas Jones's brother for the longest time. I was like, "There's no way both of you are this good at jujitsu with the same last name with in Jones, Pittsburgh." That's, yeah, that's an it's uncommon, a, it's an uncommon last name. <laughs> Nobody's ever heard of a Jones. Yeah, they're both dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish I we did want Lucas on this card, of course, but he was preoccupied and He's doing other things. Texas, I think. yeah, yeah, Down yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the future, I I just want to tell you guys like we're super stoked to have you guys on the card for sure. You guys, like, I joke and I made like sexist jokes and all that stuff. But like, in 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 all honesty, like, I respect you guys so much. Like, I think like to get in like and compete and do all those things. Like, you guys are superstars. So we're excited well, to do you. it. Yeah, thanks for hosting it. Honestly, yeah, I think this is probably the most excited I've been for a super fight. Honestly, fight to win was great, but. Um, we this, have time to we have time yeah, this time yeah and 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 this feels different i think too just because you are the name for mma here in pittsburgh we're automatically gonna have our people like this is a true 
Pittsburgh show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, I'm pumped. It's gonna be great. I'm, I'm, we're excited too because we're actually we're we're mar- doing a lot of marketing on PJ and and Dante's bout like nationwide and even mm-hmm. worldwide. And so, who knows? We might have eyeballs across the world. Yeah. Like yeah, because the- didn't he? He just had a huge match announced coming up for I think who's number one, right? Yeah, against Nick. Uh, who was? No, no, no. It no, wasn't Nicky Rod. Renee's. That was. Renee's against Nicky. Yeah, 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 that was my bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's gonna be. I told you bonkers. he was the grappling nerd. He is a nerd. Yeah. There. Ethan Krenliston's a dog. Yeah. He, he. There's a. Sorry, Dave. There's a. Uh, there's a Instagram clip of uh, one of my teammates being just like sent across the room by a, by Ethan <laughs> and a mat return. Sick. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, I mean when we. And now, like, that was the first match we signed for this card. So once we had PJ versus Dante, it just felt like, let's go stack this thing up. Yeah. Like, yep. let's not stop there yep. and just see what we can do. See, and, I, in yeah, hindsight, I think we, I think this card was going to be stacked regardless. Yeah, the talent in Pittsburgh right now, the the turnout, because it's, it's hard to match MMA. It really is. It's hard to get people to fight each other. There's a lot of times people turn down things. With this one, we always talk about it like fantasy matchmaking. It's so weird. What do we want to happen? <laughs> we could kind of do that with this one. Like we could literally just say, "How's this sound?" And everybody's like, "Yes." yes. Like when, yes. We, <laughs> when, when, uh, seriously, when we talk about MMA, we're like, "What if this guy fought this guy?" And then we try to make that happen. And it's like, "Nope, nope, okay, nope." How about if he fought that guy? Nope. <laughs> like, and it's all these like dead ends. Yeah. And like when you fantasy matchmake with grappling, it's like. Dude, what if that guy and that guy? And they're like, okay, there we go. We have it. Right. And then we're like, okay, we'll never get this guy and this guy. And mm. they just kept coming together. And it was like, like awesome. Yep. Like, like, I, yeah. I, I sent you a list. This. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I must be on this card. Here is everyone I've ever fought yes. or been offered in the last two years. Here and are you the were people. Like, How about this person? And I was like, I've never fought her. I don't think I know who she is. Let's do it. <laughs> It is crazy. And Wilkins, to that point, like for MMA, he's obviously he wants final say on everything. And I totally get that. That's awesome. That's every MMA coach for grappling. Opposite. Yeah. For grappling, Wilkins literally told us if they reach out to you and want to fight, give them that fight. Mm -hmm. Do it. You don't have to ask me. You don't have to clear with me, which was crazy to hear for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it, It just feels like night and day. Yeah, it really and like, is. To be clear, I still do ask my coaches for input. Sure. So like like mm-hmm. I I turned down a finishers match recently um because I uh there was they had offered me someone who I think I think it was a teenager. Um and I like I wasn't quite I was like nursing like maybe a I was like my finger might be broken and like uh my ankle sprained to get like maybe I'm not healthy enough to take this match and my coaches were like don't fight a teenager if you're not healthy. <laughs> yep. So. We just talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. I do that every day in my house. Nice. That sounds like fun. Don't do it. Okay. So Jess Elizabeth versus Kylie Sapola, Sprawl in the Berg, Friday, July 14th, Monroeville Convention Center. That's my birthday. Hey. Yeah. Selena Jovith versus Juliana Aguilar. Aguilar. Did I... Is that what, uh, you were at the dentist office okay. there for a second? You ever do that? Wait, you called nine, her out. I don't know. Enlisted don't Nine Fight Company in Virginia. We're excited to have them. Her teammate, Evan Onuffer, is also mm-hmm. on the card. That's cool. We tried to book. This is fun, too. I don't know. Did we ever say this? We tried to book Colton Smith, the owner 
Oh, yeah, enlisted or... nine versus Dempsey to start with, hmm. and Colton couldn't make it. They were both in. It was one. It was hmm. happening, but Colton couldn't make it. They're lo- ultimate fighter winner. Colton oh, Smith. yeah, yeah. Colton Smith won ultimate fighter, but um, that was a part of our like we got to know what? him through our Virginia uh, escapade. Yep, yep mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. So then we knew he had a team there, and he was awesome. Colton's awesome. He's an yeah. amazing guy. Totally so. good. Totally cool guy. Juliana's going to be legit. You're obviously legit. That's a sick matchup. You have a sick matchup. Everybody should go buy tickets. Come to Sprawl on the Berg. Yeah. 247fighting.com. Sprawl on the Berg. Before we wrap up. Oh. Before we wrap up, I still think I have to... Uh, that I still have to oh, yeah. You got sound? You got audition. Yeah. So, Is this an original? Things. I got two things because you're you're gonna end it on a fantastic note. But I got one thing. Yeah, Wait, go for it. Absolutely. That camera does other work. You're okay. speaking. Yeah, yeah. Put her on that uh, one. One thing. My daughter wanted a shout out. So shout out to MJ being the coolest kid in the How world. How old is she now? She'll be six in two weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then also, I'm gonna end here also, but Jess will bring it back up. Um, uh, any day, every day, but especially next weekend, just because we're all gonna be having fun and having a good time and partying and whatnot. Please don't drink and drive. That's all. Go ahead. Don't do it. Love it. Thing is, don't and do check it. out the shirt before. Yeah. Yeah. You are important. Oh, and Legit. MJ made me this for today. That's awesome. Good. Um. All right. Top that, Jess. <laughs> all right. Like I said, uh, we got an EP on Spotify. I don't know if I ever said the, the name of the band. Um, we are Tara and the Dactyls. And because people have asked me this before, no, I am not Tara. They're, the band leader's name is Tara. I am not Tara. I don't know how this became a thing. Anyway, um, uh, we have an EP on Spotify, but this is not on the EP. So uh, This is awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> this is actually... I is it, Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Tara and the Dactyls? Yes. Okay. So let me just rewind here for just two seconds. Yeah. So I just happened to tonight where this octagon 24 7 shirt this is where it all started like we had a podcast called mma fancast mm-hmm. right it's still existing but we handed it over to luke who runs it now mm he, he runs mma fancast mm-hmm. so a good friend of mine was a part of this podcast originally mm-hmm. it was me jim who's the matchmaker mm-hmm. and dan altieri mm-hmm. and one time we were on the podcast and he announced his name as Terry Dactyl. <laughs> so it's Perfect. just funny and weird that I'm wearing this shirt and you just said Terry Tara and the Dactyls. Yep. And he's yeah, whatever. Yep. Go ahead. That's awesome. Um, anyways, this is a this is a song called The Gin Saga. It's a nine minute long rock opera that we have tracked. It's it's sitting in a hard drive somewhere. We just haven't released it as a single yet. This Tara, is awesome. Are Tara, we doing we the full nine minutes? No, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely <laughs> okay. not. Although there was that one Just... time that we uh that we they are we did an EP release show, the crowd called for an encore, and the they gave us the go-ahead to do an encore, and we kind of looked at each other like the only song that we can do on no rehearsal is nine minutes long. Yeah, let's yeah. just do it. <laughs> We're send it. So, Sucks. so you're not gonna do the stars of Michael Because <laughs> that's I like... gotta, I gotta, I gotta warm up a little bit more for that right, one. Fair. Um, oh god. But you sick. can do it, right? I can do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. I'll send you a tape. I mean, if you, if you, I'll if send you... you a tape. Yeah, I'll send you a tape. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. 
come out of the corner it said you look a little rattled tell me something is it only fools who choose to live who leave behind all the wonders they crafted in the palaces and caskets of a sick mind that was that was sick what? dude that was sick that was awesome what? Okay, so have you and Paul Luke ever collaborated? We've talked about it. Yeah, that should happen. Yeah. That should definitely happen. Paul Luke's insanely I'm, I'm talented. I'm mind blown right now. Yeah, honestly, that that you just went right for it. I can't end it any better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, Jess yeah. Elizabeth, Selena Jovith, let's go. Let's go. Next Friday night, Spawn the Berg, 247fighting.com. Boom.